and welcome to the Concrete Jungle Nature Preserve Podcast. The podcast where we talk about daily natural living in the big city. With me, as always, is professional second harvest expert, Hunter Betos. Say hi, Hunter. Uh, it's right, you can't talk. Oops. Well, if, <laughs> if you need advice of what little nutritious nuggies you should look for in piles of excrement, you can read his book, Parts of You and Me, available at all AutoZone locations. Across from me is amateur sewer troll Stacy McCandle, and oh boy, does he smell like, you guessed it, excrement. (laughs) (laughs) To my right is your esteemed host and professional Yelp reviewer, Lawrence Plinger. His His review of Hunter's book was not generous. And of course... I'm your ever-solid, yet somewhat green co-host, Ropey Brown. (laughs) And and now it's time for the only weekly Yelp review that matters. It's the Plinger's Pickers. Matt, you were fucking toast. You all right? Hanging in there? The name you came up with was Ropey Brown. (laughs) (laughs) Ropey Brown? Just like a shit. Oh, man. Lots of shit jokes. Usually, Corey, obviously, usually, like, Corey says the intros, but, like, Everybody lost, but all of our teams lost except the Chiefs. Yeah, so because the Chiefs were the only winning team, I had to host. You had to open the show. All right. Well, let's get this kicking. Welcome to the Mike McCarthy celebra- celebratory report, where a typical um, where I'm a typical Packers fan celebrating the firing of a great coach. Oh man, been calling for his head for years. <laughs> I have nobody ever believed me, and we'll, we'll after get into this it. Year, I'm not putting like, any oh. of that news in here because we're we're gonna do the deep dive. AJ Green and the Bengals' injury problems escalated further on Sunday as Green went out of the game with another toe injury. He now requires surgery and will be out for the remainder of the season. Pour one out for Mr. McKetchy Hands over there. I feel bad for the man. Mr. Mc... What'd you call him? Mr. McKetchy Hands. Mr. Mr. McKetchy Hands. Yeah, he's got them catchy hands. I like it. Tom Brady retired today for like five seconds. He posted a hilarious video on his Instagram, fake retiring because he hit a thousand rushing yards. Good man. Like that guy. Well, after he kneels a couple times and goes back below a thousand. When he kneeled, the final kneel in that game, he kneeled forward. <laughs> he, <laughs> he did. He, he, he kneeled, kneeled forward, yeah. That's amazing. He's going to continue kneeling forward That's for the rest saying. of his like, career. He needs to, like, remember. He needs to, like, not forget. Right? right? He needs to make sure he keeps kneeling forward. Dude, that big smile he had on his face when he busted that he run knew. to do it. He no, knew. He, knew he it. was so happy. After the release of Kareem Hunt, the Chiefs needed to add a little more depth to their running back position. So who did they go out and grab? Sharkandrick West. Yeah, remember him? Love Sharkandrick West. Good man. Like that guy. Oh, oh I get it. This is Chargers left tackle, is tackle Russell Okung, I think his name is. Okung. Okung. Woke up out of bed wanting to be a meme lord when his player roll call was recorded, staying, stating he went to Wakanda University. Good man. Like that guy. <laughs> During the Patriots-Vikings game on Sunday, a very tilted Adam Thielen walked up to Bill Belichick on the sideline and started yelling at him. 
Bill, Bill Belichick replied with shut the fuck up twice to him before Thielen walked away. You know, guys, I'm starting to feel like good old Billy Bellycheek there. Is the Sunday of football. Belly cheek? Good man. Like good, that yeah, guy. good man. Like that, that, that guy. That is the last sentence of the job. Good man. Like that guy. That's it for the jubby. I did, there's a lot of things I did not include in here did because they, there's did, a lot we're going into. Did they in, ever t- like explain why Adam Thielen was getting into it with Bill Belichick? He's just mad. He was just know? tilted what beyond was he mad belief. About? Like just in the general, fact he had 28 yards receiving. I guess the fact that he was the only white receiver that went undrafted that didn't go to the Patriots. Oh, maybe there was a little bit of history there. Ooh, damn. Oh, you find right. Speaking right. of the Vikings, we'll start there. Mike no, no. Corey has oh, Corey's got a thing. I'm sorry. I'm All sorry, right. I'm sorry. So I know they won this week, but since the Jacksonville Jaguars are our joke, here's some jokes about the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Tom Coughlin's is actually a twin. It's, it's true. He has a twin brother. He's a very successful gastroenterologist. He actually has a procedure named after him. His name is Turner Head and Coughlin. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I bid on that too. Yeah. <laughs> I was all ears. You know, Jacksonville actually looks a lot better with Fournette out there running the ball. But if they don't have them, man, it's like Jekyll and Carlos side. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm upset. Continue. <laughs> Did you write these cards? Yes. That is wonderful. Doug Marone might have thought he was getting something else when he signed Eric Flowers earlier this year. Probably thought he was signing or ordering Flowers for the season's funeral. Aww. And then Eric Flowers just showed up. <laughs> like, hey. Hey, guys. I'm ready to suit up. I'm here to play left tackle. A lot of people criticize the Jags for drafting DJ Chark Jr. Uh, in the draft this year. But now at least we can just see that they were just – Sharking that season up for a loss already. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> this hurts. All right, this is the last one. What does Jacksonville owner Shad Khan call his dick? The same thing the 6'5 white dude I know named Blake calls his job in Jacksonville, Florida, the long con. Hey. Hey. I'm about it. All right, well, since Corey made a bunch of jokes about the Jaguars, man, did the Colts look like a joke? The Jaguars' defense made the Colts look like a joke that game. Yeah, they did. Uh, don't count the Colts out. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, man, man, like, the, 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 ja- the hell does no... That's the first shutout of the year. And, um... It's not the first shutout No, it was, it's not the first. The Titans got shut out. Yeah, they did. Uh, they? The Bills also got shut out by the Packers. Oh, the Bills get... So it's the third shutout. Mm-hmm. This might be the most... I don't want to say it's the most shocking one. A shutout in the NFL is shocking, but, like... With the way, I guess you could say the way the team's, like, trajectory was going, I guess you could say it's shocking. Yeah, the fact that the Colts couldn't score a single point. Divisional games, and maybe they were, tre- who do, who do the Colts play next week? Um, I think Dallas? Oh, well, not much no, 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 that's in two weeks. They play Dallas in two weeks. Because Dallas plays Philly next. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the Colts play next. I think it's, uh, I think it's another divisional game. I don't remember who it is. Though. Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe they thought of it as some sort of trap game. Because, I mean, the Jaguars have literally been, as our last segment has shown, the joke of the NFL for the last few weeks. Yep, I, I told you at the beginning of the last episode during the Jubby that you needed to bury the Jags in your rankings. I did, and, and you then they did. won. And then they won. <gasps> oh, no. They're going 8-8. <laughs> oh, no. The power of being number 52. They're going to go 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah, dude. But, yeah, that, that uh, don't look past the Colts yet. They are still a great football team. That was the Jags coming out to play. That was a tough divisional matchup. 
the Colts will recover. The Colts will continue to play good football. The Colts will not make the playoffs. Yes, they will. No, they won't. The other wild card team will be the Denver Broncos. Do you know who the Denver Broncos' remaining schedule is? I know it's easy. It's San Francisco, Cleveland, Oakland, and then the last game of the year is against the Chargers, which that game, win pretty much win or lose against the Chiefs, is not going to matter. Because if the Chargers win, then they're probably just going to get an automatic two seed, and if they lose, they're automatically locked in at the five because they've beaten everybody. So, uh, it's probably going to be Denver. It could matter, though, because if they do beat the Chiefs, uh, that doesn't give them the division. No, it doesn't give them it, but I think it would... I mean, how many other games are the Chargers going to lose? Like, their yeah, toughest game left, I think, is the Ravens, I think? Yeah, but you go to division record for second tiebreak, right, in the NFL? If, if it's not head-to-head, it's divisional record, yes. Yeah, because the Chiefs beat the Chargers in week one, so... Uh, and the, and the, then the Chargers lost to the Broncos. Mm-hmm. So and the, the Chiefs Char- swept the Broncos. Right. No, it would be a big deal. I, I I just think that Denver's probably either going to go nine and seven and ten and six, and I don't think they're with the fact that that last game may not matter. Like they're going to sweep the they're going to sweep the Raiders. They lost twice to the Chiefs, but then they beat the Chargers. So like, if they go four and two, the Colts I believe are already two and two, maybe worse, and they still have a last game at the end of the year. I think against. The Texans is their final game. So, I don't know. I'm really, like, I'm big on the Denver Broncos right now is them being a playoff team. They're going to be the sixth. AFC West is going to send three teams to the playoffs. Man, who, that would be who, crazy. who guessed that at the beginning of the season? Did anybody? Did you? No, because you had the Colts going. Yeah, I know. That's true. I, I was I, had, I think Because, like, I remember last year everyone was like, the AFC West is the most competitive division of football, and then they all sucked. And now this year, no, and everyone was sleeping on them, and now you got two of them is the best teams, two of the best teams in the AFC, and then the Broncos, who are consistently getting better every week. Who we who we named is sneaky good last week because they have six losses, but they've played almost every top team in the league. They have two really bad losses, uh, one week two to the to the Ravens. That one was it on the road, and then they had a really crappy loss to the Jets on the road. But, like, every other game the Broncos have had, they lost by four and seven to the Chiefs. They lost by two to the Texans. They lost by three to the Rams. That's, like, three of the best teams in the – that's, like, three of the best teams in the NFL. Yep. And they lost by a touchdown or less. Yeah, it, it, they're good. I, I still got my faith in for Andrew Luck. No, that's fine. Because I love them. Is it, isn't it weird that, like, the AFC and NFC in the last, like, two weeks have, like, flip-flopped? Where it's felt like – the AFC playoff picture was, like, solid. It was going to be Chiefs-Patriots in some order, then Steelers-Texans in some order, and then it was going to be Chargers-Colts. But now, it's like, man, like, Steelers only, like, what the, the Ravens are there. Steelers are only half a game ahead of the Ravens. The Colts are 6-6. Six and six, The Titans are 6-6. Six and six. Everybody's 6-6 six and six in the entire AFC because <laughs> there's a bunch of average teams in it. NFC and, might get shaken up, too, with... The result of this game. Yeah, the result. You have the result of this game, which looking like the Eagles are going to win it, right? Mm-hmm. So the Eagles are bumping up. You have that would that would essentially, I believe, <laughs> knock the Redskins out. Mm-hmm. And it puts Car- Carolina is what is essentially a free fall. They are playing 
awful. Yeah. Cam Newton's like reverted back to old Cam. No, uh, he's his, his well his this last game against Tampa. Yeah, this last he looked game, like he threw, bad. He had his like first multi-interception game of this year and in a long time. They, against one of the worst secondaries in the NFL. He, he, games, he was for, he was forcing it a lot. At the same time, they were on the road again, though, and on the road, Cam versus home Cam, different Cam. Man. Yeah, it's not good Couldn't for them coming check. in as a uh, fifth or sixth seed in the playoffs. Couldn't just check it down to Christian McCaffrey 20 times that game. But you had I'd, to actually throw the ball. I'm starting to think, like I, I was saying it last week, I think, I, I'm starting to think that the Panthers aren't going to make it. It was that it was the loss in Pittsburgh, man. Just they got their doors blown off of them, and they haven't really recovered. They haven't recovered from it. They did have the one. I will say this: they probably should have beaten the Lions. Like Cam Newton misses a wide open player, and they win that game by one. Right. So like they probably should have lost, or should not have lost to the Lions. But they but, didn't. Here we are. Yeah, they did. And they did, and here we are, and they need to do something because uh, again, 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 they still have to play the Saints two times. Mike Zimmer's the pushy coach of the week. Yes. All right. For one, first of all, for a couple things. First thing, they averaged over seven yards of carry that game, and Dalvin Cook ran the ball like eleven times. Mm-hmm. And for the majority of that game, it was either a three-point game or a seven-point game. Mm-hmm. And they just were like, nope, I'm going to throw the ball. Not only is that like weird that that happened, but I said it last week, and it proves true once again, in the biggest of big moments, Kirk Cousins crumbles. Yeah, he can't, he can't, He's not a, he's not he's a game not, finisher. He's not worth the money. He's not a closer. He, he can get you stats in garbage time, and he plays good against bad teams. But how many times do we have to watch this old song and dance? He plays against a good team. In a competitive environment, and he starts to crumble. I will say that a couple of the games that they've played, like the game against the Rams, I mean, you can't ask Kirk Cousins to play better in that game, but his defense gave up 500 yards of offense. Like, that game was primarily like a track meet. Whoever had the ball last won, and and the Rams had the ball last. But you're right. Like, every single other big game that the Vikings have played this year... Outside of the Packers one, which you could, I don't even know if you would even consider that a big game because of the state that the Packers were in at the time. It was just in prime time, I guess you could say. But that, the, just the decision making against the Patriots on the road, and it's late in the game and you're down two scores, and it's a fourth down and 11, and you need it. You need this fourth down to, like, continue the game, right? And the Minnesota Vikings run. You get some like some Madden people out there, right? What's a really bad route to run when you have it's fourth down and eleven? You need eleven yards, and you feel like the team is bringing pressure, but the corner isn't playing straight up man to man. Looks like he's playing like kind of off. What's the worst possible route you can run? Slant. Guess what they ran? Oh, yeah. yeah they ran a slant. It was and guess so who, dumb. And guess who it went to? Diggs, right? Nope. Oh, was it Thielen? Oh, no, no. It, was, wasn't it, was I, the... it was either of them. Yeah, it, it wasn't was the... even their two best players. It was the Laquan Treadwell. Yeah, Treadwell. That's who you went to on fourth down and 11 on a slant route when the blitz is coming. So so Kirk Cousins can't sit in the pocket and wait for Treadwell to separate, right? He has to throw it immediately. And because the corner for New England isn't playing man-to-man, he's playing zone, he just literally stands there and waits for for Treadwell to catch the ball, and he just tackles him. 
and the game's over. I'm like, you're a pussy, Mike Zimmer. <laughs> like, are you kidding? That's the play you ran? What are you doing, man? They, they, like, it's like they froze because they were up against Bill Belichick. I don't understand it. I, I don't. Maybe he's just got that kind of power it's over got bad the, coaches. I have this. Uh, this isn't a college football show, but I have Mike this. Zimmer didn't get beaten up enough the night before. That's right. Or was he the one Did that he get hit up with? No. Does Pat Shermer. Pat yeah. Shermer beats Mike Zimmer with the The night before Belichick beat Zimmer. <laughs> yeah. That was the thing. It's not I call there's a he walked he walked in with a pillowcase full of rocks. Oh my god. I call it I call it him. Alabama syndrome where you're up against Alabama in college football and you get so nervous you shoot yourself in the face. That's what happened to Mike Zimmer and and he got a bad case of Alabama syndrome Bill where Belichick you're up is... where you're up against Bill Belichick and you're like and you just you just explode and shoot yourself in the face. Yeah, uh, you you could very very reasonably take this team down. It's so they're not a very dynamic team. They're actually kind of very boring. Yeah, they're not very explosive. They don't really have a pass rush. It's we, it's we've spotty seen it, at times. We've seen it multiple times now that that what gets Tom Brady all fucked up is good pressure. The problem is and there were. I mean, when the Vikings brought it, they were doing well. At least get, they were at least like not but, letting him hit o- yeah. wide open people. Their problem, though, with the Vikings was more offensively, and was so strange. Totally stagnant, not creative. Right, and that that does not work in today's NFL. It it doesn't work anymore. How many times are we gonna say it? We're saying it yeah. one more time. And we'll say it later today and next week again. You can't be you can't be conservative with your play calling. You can't. You can't you can't do that anymore. It's over. The NFL has evolved into something else Ooh. offensively, and you know, coaches need to play catch up. Can uh, or they're just gonna this is gonna happen. Let's, let's or unless you have a defense as good as the Cowboys. All right, because let's talk about that game first. I a was second. gonna I was gonna transition to that first of all. Yo! I knew this was coming. Y'all laughed at me. Y'all, we laughed at him. Here we go. How? I was going to pound the table like Skip, like how Skip does, but. This table might break. Yeah, the table might break if I do it. Yeah, right. This is a flimsy table. It's not not in great shape. Let's 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 roll through week 13. <laughs> week, week, week 13 in the NFL proved something. Not all of these teams lost, but Dallas and Jacksonville. And uh, the Detroit Lions, for the majority of that game, um, all proved that you can play defense. That you can, you can actually. It's not impossible. Like all these people that are screaming and lighting their heads on fire. You can't play defense in the NFL anymore. No, you can. You just have to. Oh, I don't know. Coach it. Like just coach defense. Like teach these guys how to tackle. Teach them how to read receiving routes teach them how to you know be disciplined and not you know jump on the first route don't let the quarterback fool you like chase the ball carrier handle your man don't let don't get bitten off by the screen passes and everything all the time right it's richard sherman lead with your helmets into other players well, okay. helmets okay i was gonna the jalen smith thing uh and we'll since we're specifically talking about that game we'll get to that next but i just want to say like lewis riddick who is a ESPN guy that I really like a lot. He was he's been like he's been one of those people that's like slamming his face against things saying like he can't play defense, defense is awful, defense is awful. And after that game was over, he was actually talking to Richard Sherman on Twitter. Like they were having like a Twitter back and forth. And 
Lewis Riddick says something, and Richard Sherman like put it like pretty accurately. Richard Sherman's just like all these kids are just afraid. To, all these kids are just afraid to get beat. He's like, that's the main problem with defenses nowadays. He's like, you have a lot of great pass rushers. These guys are more athletic. DBs in the NFL are more athletic than they've ever been. Right. They've always been the mo- the best well, yeah. athletes. Oh yeah, for on, sure. On a team, they're just they don't trust their eyes and they're afraid of getting beat. So that's why you get these like that's why you get like what's a good that's why you get like you know Cooper Cup streaking down the field and there's nobody within 30 yards of him. Like that's why you get plays like Justin Hunter on Sunday night even though he didn't catch it. Literally there's not a single charger on that side of the field. Like the like Richard Sherman's like a lot of these kids are just like afraid of getting beat. They don't trust their instincts. They're afraid of getting penalties. Which, if you're afraid, if you're constantly thinking about, I, I need to not get DPI, I need to not get DPI, you're going to get DPI because you're thinking about it. Well, yeah, 100%. So, but that game, uh, the Jalen Smith hit, we watched that game live. And when it first happened, um, obviously, like, the initial thing was like, oh, God, is Kamara okay? But he was okay. But the second thing was like, I, I kind of looked at you, and I was like, oh, well, he's a runner. Like, you don't get the protection when you're a runner. But then I remembered that the entire first three weeks of the year, all we talked about was the fact that if you lower your head and you hit someone with your head, it's a penalty, which Jalen Smith does. And that – can we just – okay, so that rule is like a big thing in the preseason, right? Remember how that was like causing chaos in yeah. the preseason? I, I don't – I literally recall maybe three times that that – been called all right yeah they yeah I well because it's it, it, i mean it's one it has been happening less two i think like they have backed off on it slightly obviously mm-hmm. and at the same time i feel like that that particular hit just goes into an issue that is compounded this season in general referee issues oh I'm not even going to get started. There are, I, there can I not, can so you, many... I not be allowed to talk about referee issues? Because I'll be here for 20 minutes. Cool, I'll talk about referee issues then. Sure. All-star refs! All-star refs! There... I have never... Sunday night... For, okay, hold on. Before no, we, no, 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 no. We're not transitioning to the Chargers and Steelers just yet. Not yet. Let's we, we have other stuff to talk about. Yeah, just I want to. I want to. Conti- ref issues in general. Yeah, ref issues right. in general. But, but this comes in part of it. Okay. Okay. I. Had, there were so many. Whoever was line judge in that game. Not up to snuff. I don't know. What causes the NFL to either hire these guys or what causes these guys. No, 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 no. Here, here's, here's, what, here's what the problem is. They're part-time. They work another job. They come out on a Friday. They fly out to the game. They ref the game. They go home and they do something else. The NFL needs to hire these people as full-time staff, have actual classes, actual training, and everything they need in New York in the offseason. So this is something I'm uneducated about. Are all refs part-time? Yes. Yes. That's fucking stupid. Yes, yes. Yes, it's true. absolutely ridiculous. They, 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 we need full-time refs that can actually study the book uh, and have time to do it properly paid, proper classes, proper training, uh, better come-downs. Like, by come-downs, I mean better, like, uh, 
rulings and things that come down from the heads that get into the rule book and down, like better communication among the refs because certain refs don't call certain things the same way other refs do. Um, there's just so many things that can be fixed if they just full-time the position. I don't know which player it was, but it was a player on the Browns. Um, this was after the Steelers because the Browns got hosed against the Chargers on the exact same play. The exact same thing happened where the right tackle jumped and the Browns defenders like stood up and pointed at him and the Chargers just kept running the play and Travis Benjamin caught a touchdown in the end zone. Or, that, uh... or in the Chiefs-Rams game where it happened uh, yeah. more than, well, about a half second before in the right tackle guard whatever moves and play keeps going, Goff line runs up the middle. And this is third down when it mm-hmm. happened, so we stopped him or – that could have been a field goal. could have been something else. Yeah. Ref got fired from the Chargers-Brown game after that game. He after did. After that call. Um, he didn't get fired after this game, which is shocking to me because the Chargers, I mean, that was like a deciding factor in that game. But, um, yeah, the the part, the part part-time ref thing, um, specifically with these helmet hits, um, we mentioned that there haven't been as many, and maybe that's – Part of the there reason. hasn't been as many called. That's right. There hasn't been as many called. They're kind of just letting it, unless it's blatantly obvious, which that one was. I think the only reason why it was missed was maybe like the angle, the angle of it, and the positioning of it. But like, we see refs throw late flags all the time. When you see Alvin Kamara like struggling to get back to his feet, I think you have to kind of put like two and two together. They're in Dallas. There is a football field-sized jumbotron above your head that every single fan is looking at. And there are Saints fans in the stadium, and they're screaming and yelling because Jalen Smith just nearly decapitated Alvin Kamara. And the refs just just don't. I don't know. Yeah, but at the same time, I understand throwing a late flag, but you can't throw it, like, super no, late. No, no, no. It was super late, but that was definitely a... That didn't lose. That that like that, that play was not the reason the Saints lost. Right. But now that's, there are multiple factors. Yeah, that certainly could have helped them. But like I I, don't, I mean I'm just gonna like just ask Corey like I don't know like just explain what that was. Was that just literally like okay at some point you're gonna have a bad game? All like, right. You're gonna you're gonna lose, and this one happened to be a road game between sandwiched between two division games a month before you have four games, three of them being division games. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was just, you know, bad timing. Uh, Cowboys definitely needed that win a lot more than the saints did. Saints are probably going to lock up division next week. I think, mm-hmm. I, I think they just have to beat the Tampa Bay bucks. If not the week after they have to beat, Carolina. You beat Tampa, you beat Carolina, and at that point, it's... Right. I mean, Carolina's already lost six games. Right. So, the second the Saints beat them once... Right. Uh, I think if the Saints win next week, Carolina Carolina would have to win out, the including... Have to lose out. Including beating the Saints twice, which, at least in New Orleans, is tough to yeah. do. That's not going to happen. And the way they've been playing, it's not looking likely and it's not like the saints can just like lock up the division before week 16 be like all right we're good we're gonna take two weeks off 
because they lost, and now the Rams have the first overall right. seed in the a- in the NFC, so they got to try to keep winning and hope the Rams lose. If the last two years have shown us anything, it's going to be the team that wants to win the NFC needs to have that home field. Yes, for that game, if it happens. Last week we or last year we thought it was going to happen, and it did not happen. Right, right. Well, I mean the. I mean, Philly had the first overall seed, and they went to the playoffs. Yeah, but we counted them out because Carson wasn't there. Our left, right. starting left tackle wasn't there. Right. Which I think, uh, yeah, Philly's well on their way to beating. Uh, well, they're Mark on their Sanchez way to beating Washington. Just got, Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez just got sacked again. Did he break his leg? Oh man! Who comes in? Uh, I bet they. I bet they have a Dustin Hopkins. Yeah, they probably have a emergency quarterback. An emergency team. quarterback, like whoever their holder is or whoever it is, probably. Oh dear. How so sad. I can't wait for the, all the press, like the general press tomorrow, going like, "Will the Redskins sign Colin Kaepernick?" No. No, he's been out of the league for too long. No I'll one's going to sign him. I'll anymore. say this, man. That would be uh some somewhat better PR, given the fact that they went to try to get Reuben Foster. <laughs> Do they they just the second he hit waivers they were like we want him and people around the world were like what I excuse I don't understand me it. I don't understand it yeah they're they're garbage all right that's a tough thing and oh I just want to say one more speaking yeah, of go defense ahead. get your last thing out I'm gonna get into the shit yeah speaking of, speaking of defense how fucking good is Aaron Donald oh my god for like as not, oh my god! <laughs> no, I don't want to say bad, but because they're they're not like bad, but as below average as that defense overall is, what he does for them is insane. He has sixteen and a half sacks. They have five games left. Yep. Well, four games. Sixteen and a half sacks. Yep. He like, needs to average one point two sacks a game to beat the record. Right. That's all he needs. Yeah. That's all he needs. It's and one they, sack a game. And they play the 49ers again. I think they play the Eagles again, and they haven't been doing a very good job of protecting Carson. No. Man, I, I'll say this. Like, my our friend Tobin's joked about it all the time, that like, oh, man, defensive players should win the MVP. And then usually t- he follows it up with, the only way a defensive player is ever going to win MVP is if they break Michael Strahan's sack record. Got somebody who's on pace. Yeah, so, but no, th- nobody's this, gonna. This year's got too many other people this one, that I are mean, playing well. What, for what, him what, to... what do we think about uh, Pat Mahomes back in the MVP talks? I mean, he was never out of the MVP. Yeah, talks. he's been yeah, in but the MVP now he's talks. the front runner. Again. He's easily. Oh yeah, he's definitely the front runner now. With with luck getting just shut out by a Jacksonville team that had to dig Cody Kessler up from the grave. Uh, and Drew Brees. I mean. I think a lot of people kind of expected that was going to be the toughest test defensively that the Saints were going to go up against, which I guess you could argue, and especially because it's like out of division. Like, playing good defenses that are in your division kind of like cancels out because you're familiar with them. So like, sure, they're good, but you're familiar with them. That's a very, very good defense in Dallas that New Orleans isn't used to playing. Like, and that'd be a good thing, like, that's the reason why the Chiefs, even though Denver's a good defense, the Chiefs were pretty, at least decent, let me score 30 points both right, times. Right, right, yeah. So, like, in the same similar situation where, like, the Baltimore defense, out of division, is probably the toughest defense the, the Chiefs have faced. 
It's going to be... It well, would, they, they face him next. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it mm. would literally... In order for Pat Mahomes to not win it at this point, it would literally take a performance like Drew Brees had on Thursday. That's the only way he doesn't win. If he even, like, barely doesn't make his average against the Ravens, and then he's okay, he's just... Whatever he's averaging the rest of the season, he's going to win it by a landslide. So, I think... Uh, I think the they were joking about, like, when the Saints lost on Thursday. If the real winner here is the Rams. And I was like, no, there's another one. <laughs> the other winner's Pat Mahomes because he just won MVP because of this game. So, um, I, it makes me happy and sad because if he wins the MVP, we're getting knocked out of the playoffs. <laughs> getting knocked out of the playoffs anyway if you uh, lock in that home field advantage. Oh, don't even start. We're, they can... Pat Mahomes broke all the other curses this year. He'll break the home playoff curse. Unless it's the Colts. We will not give up another 30-point lead. I don't know. I think so it's, help me I God. I think it's really hard for a quarterback to break a coach-related curse. You know what I mean? He's been doing it. He's trying. He's out there. <laughs> stunting. Speaking of coaches. Yeah, let's get to this. Let's why, get, why, let's why, get, why into, why this. get into this. Huh? Jusby complains about the Packers hour. Yep. Better, sure it's better than a Kuiper complains about the Steelers hour. No one wants to hear uh, that. That's next. All right, that so is next. everybody's heard that by now that the Packers have fired longtime coach Pat Matt, Matt, Matt McGogo. Can I just say, when when Justin started talking, for all of you audio <laughs> listeners, which is all of you, the other three of us just all put our heads down. <laughs> like, we all like, all right, let's get ready. Here we go. Go ahead, so, Justin. So Mike Magoogoo got fired by the Pack Pack. <laughs> Mike Magoogoo. On Sunday after their really, really depressing loss to the Arizona Cardinals at home. And there were a few things wrong with that game. Well, let's start with that game first. The, the most fascinating thing about that game is uh, the factor where Aaron Rodgers thought people's feet were their hands. Can you explain that to me? I don't understand what you mean. He I was, didn't watch the whole game. He was putting balls in the fucking dirt. Oh, okay. Constantly. That game. Okay. I get it. He's so bad. Good. He looked bad. He looked like he didn't fucking care. He looked he does, like... He hasn't cared in weeks. I know. <laughs> he hasn't cared in a long time. He walks into, like, the the, the, uh, the post-game last week. He's like, we gotta beat them. We gotta beat them. We gotta beat them. She's like, he didn't want to beat them. You know? And... Then yeah, afterwards, Mike McCarthy gets fired. Now, we were talking about this for a while. I'm a supporter of Mike McCarthy getting fired. I think, are all four of us are? I think so. I have been for years. You have been for years. Are you Are you okay with Mike McCarthy? You're, you're a supporter of Mike McCarthy getting fired. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm a supporter of it not because I think he was the primary source of the issues. Just, I just because think it was. you feel for it. Kind of, yeah. I just, I just kind of like... I just wanted it to be over. It, it, I just it was wanted time. the drama to be over. It was time. It was time for their relationship to end. Mike McCarthy's a great coach. I'm I'm confident that he's that Mike McCarthy's going to be the coach of the Cleveland Browns next year. It's Bruce Arians. I would also love that, though. There's no way it's anybody but Bruce Arians. I think Mike McCarthy's a potential candidate with uh, who's the GM and all that. But, so now the Packers, along with the Browns, are looking for a new head coach. But then we're all looking back at this, and we're, you know, we're thinking, you know, who's really at fault for what's happening here? And, you know, I, I listen to the, the Herbert Colin Coward a lot, pretty much every day. Damn, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. He, he, he brings up 
an absolutely sensational point about Aaron. Yeah. Well, he doesn't bring it. Well, he brings it up, but it's based off of a, um, of a source that he has. But go on. Yeah. And one of the so I was gonna say that before his show started, he tweeted. He was like, "Who who's been the real cause of both Packers' problems?" You could tweet out the hashtag of McCarthy or Aaron Rodgers. And I was like, "Why not both?" Guess what, fellas? It was both of them. No! It's been both of them. No, no way! No! Say it ain't so! This whole Hot time. take! Piping out the oven. Oh my god, got put in the window, let it cool down. And Hope then, the uh, birds don't come by and peck at it. And to support <laughs> that, funnily enough, uh, news came out today that uh, in many, many occasions throughout this season, almost, I think they said about 60% of the time, Aaron Rodgers was changing the calls Mike McCarthy was giving him. Isn't that what you said? Didn't you say something about that? What? That Mike McCarthy was, like, just getting, like, Aaron would just walk to the line, just completely ignore the play that McCarthy was giving him. Did you say something like that? Well, he does that anyway because he's Aaron Rodgers and doesn't know how to call a play at the line of scrimmage. Well, no, he would do it, but he would, like... Apparently, he's been doing it. Like, 60% of the plays that Mike McCarthy has been giving him. Right, but then the play doesn't work and he gets mad at McCarthy. (laughs) Well, it might be plays that McCarthy... See, the thing is, we don't know what plays he changed. And, yeah, that, that, that provides context, all that. I, the fact that he's doing that, and, well, and out McCarthy of knows. Not out, of, not out of, like, trying to get the most out of a play. He's doing it out of spite. Yeah. Is and why it, he's doing it. What does McCarthy do about that? Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> can't do anything about it. It's Aaron Rodgers. Yes, you can. No, 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 no. Fuck that. Fuck that notion you can't do anything about it because it's fucking comes, Aaron Rodgers. Here it comes. Jusby's about to hate on Aaron Rodgers again. I don't Aaron think... Rodgers is the most talented arm in football, Justin. He is. He's also a fucking pussy-ass bitch boy. You can't put it all on Aaron Rodgers. I can't put it all on Aaron Rodgers when he's being a fucking dick. He needs to He needs to just take it, and he can't. Now, the Packers need to find a coach that will give it to him and make him take it. And there, it can't happen. It's going to have to happen. I don't care if they fucking put him on the bench. It's the they, Packers. The Packers need to go uh, left while the rest of the league's going right, and they need a defensive-minded head coach with an attitude. And just let Aaron Rodgers run the offense, kind in of, a way. In yes, a and, and then they need to like get receivers who don't get hurt. That's true. They they that need people like, like I know Aaron Rodgers like has been rolling into the ground, but they also need receivers who can catch the ball. Well, not yeah. just I mean, yeah, not yeah, just the injuries have hurt. You got you got two rookies in there, and they have two hundred and one yards of drop passes this year, and it's the most in the NFL. So like, the ball's right. getting there a lot of times, even when it, like he used to say it's his good only in the ground. His, his only reliable receiver all season has been Devontae Adams because mm. the others have been hurt. Geronimo Allison was one of his go-to guys, but he's been hurt. Yep. Geronimo was having a really good year, yeah. He was he was having a great year leading up to his injury, and that that's really unfortunate because he's definitely the the wideout two in that team. He's been great, uh, but Packers receivers go through a cycle where like, man, remember how bad Devontae Adams looked like four years ago when he yep. was brought in? He yeah, looked they, bad. They, they didn't even use him. He constantly made fun of his hands. He couldn't catch balls. He was dropping passes all the time. That was back when it was still Jordy Cobb. Yeah. And they were trying to find the three. And then they, they were trying to make it Devontae, but mm-hmm. he kept dropping passes and stuff. I was making fun of him back then, too. 
And now he's the best receiver on that team, one of the better receivers in the NFL this year. Again, he was last year too. Yeah, he's still he's having a really good year. He's he's great. He's really good. And I think receivers take a lot of time to develop in Green Bay. I'm not sure why. Maybe it's just the, the way Aaron Rodgers does things. Yeah, I was gonna say probably it's because of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> but uh, when they get there, they do well, and I think it'll happen with one of those two rookies. Either Scantling or Equinemius. Yeah, one of them. Well, Equinemius is a really smart kid. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be him. He went to you know, Scantling had a couple really good yeah. games, and then he kind of fell off and started dropping a lot of passes badly. But he's also had a lot of screen passes thrown at his feet. Let me, uh... You don't... I, I don't like how, you know, the, the best arm in football thinks people's feet are their hands. Is is it best arm but worst I think it's attitude? Be- yeah. I think it's best arm and worst attitude or best arm and not great football IQ. It's... Because he has to wait... He waits for plays to break down before he can make them because he can't adjust the people at the line of scrimmage to make the play work there. The, Why needs coach? The uh okay, well that I was gonna get to the coaching thing. I was like, oh Aaron Rodgers needs coach. Yeah, I don't I, has Aaron Rodgers really been coached in like well, well, since they won the Super here's Bowl? Here's what here's what uh I believe this was Peter King said it this morning. When Aaron Rodgers first got to Green Bay, when he first got there, one of the big problems that he ran into with Brett Favre was that Aaron wanted to be coached like he was a starter. But the Packers weren't ready to do that because they still had Favre. And Aaron was very engaged, but he asked a lot of the coaching staff. on a, Not a weekly, on like a daily basis. He, want, he constantly wanted more things. He constantly wanted like them to come up with different stuff, unique stuff, whatever. And then once he became the starter, they started doing that. And the relationship was really good, and they won the Super Bowl. And then apparently, over the last, like, five years, I guess, like, whatever offensive staff that they have there, just Aaron just didn't think that they were giving him... Aaron's almost kind of like... It's it's almost coming across that he needs, like, constant... Not, uh, not constant reassurance... But he needs like constant like what's what would be the word? Like stimulation. Like he's not it's not good enough for like Brady. Brady could give two Brady will can go an entire game throwing nothing but drag routes and not care. Brady could give two shits. Because he knows this is what I'm this is how I'm gonna beat you. And he takes like satisfaction in that, right? Like, Brady loves, like, I'll find the one thing you can't stop, and I'm going to do it over and over again, right? Aaron gets, like, his kicks out of, like, man, I'm going to I'm gonna check into a play that this defense is perfect for, and I'm going to make it work. That's how Aaron gets his, like, that's how Aaron gets his rocks off. And, or like, he just doesn't know. But, uh, according, uh, like, but according to everybody that's worked with me, he ha- they say he has an excellent football. Yeah, he team. has, like, he has, like, he knows what he's doing. He just has this incredible, like, desire to make it so hard for himself. Yeah, but he, and he, he needs, could have a he good... He needs fo- the faith in his team. He need. That's why, That's why. I mean, 
they have to get the better head coach. That's why I want them to get a defensive head coach. Your defense was already on the rise this season. Well, Mike Patton's been great for their defense. I do not want him to be the head coach. No, no, no. no, Don't make Mike Mike Patton your head coach. But get a (laughs) defensive-minded head coach, someone to help Mike Patton out, get the defense more – I almost said more better, but that's grammatically incorrect. You know who I want? Hmm. I want Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, okay, get Jim Harbaugh. Get Khaki Man in there and get, yeah, make the, your yeah, the... defense better. And a guy who is no-nonsense won't put up with Aaron's shit. You do that. You keep Philbin an offensive coordinator. Now you have all this talent into the defense. You scout an offensive line and actually draft an offensive line for one. You don't go trading for some old wide receiver. You scout and actually use your talent. Maybe you trade for a wide receiver, but you trade for one that's not on their way out. Not, well, we're sleeping on him this year. You bring better talent around Rodgers, and things will get a million times better. He needs he, – he's got one reliable receiver, two rookies that have been, He has two reliable receivers when they're healthy. But they're not healthy right now. And right. They will be next healthiness year. Is a reliability. This is the first time Geronimo suffered a major injury. What What were you gonna say about what? I'm he, sure he'll be fine. What he needs, or like what's oh, the what's the? I was. I just wanted to add on to the football. Like, I'm not saying that he has a bad football IQ. You obviously have to have a good football IQ to play at that level, but it's something else to be able to go up to a line of scrimmage and make snap decisions and snap reads in 20 seconds. Yeah, right. that's not something that he, like, does at all. He right. just, like, that's doesn't why, do it. And I that's think why he, I don't think he can. Like, He yeah. might be capable. He, yeah, that's the – it's this weird, like – We don't in, know. Yeah, it's There's just, a lot it's of weird, we don't know. It's this weird in-between between, like, we don't know if he can't do it or – there's actually a chance, given the amount of knowledge we have about his personality, where it might just he doesn't think he needs to, and I then think, he, but then he blames it. I think we on, need to. You know. I think if we start calling him out on it, and it starts being like a big knock at him, like he's not making the right reads first, and waits for the plays to break down instead of he has to wait, or instead of like making him a deity of it, like start demonizing him for it. Mm-hmm. It it, might... Which is what's going around in the media right I think now. That's by what's, the way. I think that's starting to happen. Yeah. That, that is absolutely what's going around in the media right now. And, no, uh, you're not. I don't think he's ever going to get demonized. No, no, no but no, he's no, getting there's, criticized. There's some small criticism coming from it, but a lot of the fan reaction to it is a lot unlike yourself, Justin. A lot I of know, the fans it, out there. It's the joke I made, the Mike McCarthy firing celebratory. Yeah, okay. Report. Is... Right, that's that joke that I made. I understand that. There's a lot of Packers fans just like, yeah, McCarthy's gone, everything's going to be great. You save Aaron no. there's, a long, there's a long road ahead before no. the Packers get to the place that they were when they won the Super Bowl against the Steelers. They're in, they're in an ex- they have a road ahead of them. And they're in a really tough division now. Like, the Vikings are going to be good for the next two or three years. The Bears are all, like, cheap young players. Yeah, besides Cleo Mack. And, like, who cares? Pay him. Their average, the average age of the <laughs> roster for players on the Bears is 26 years old. Yeah, that oh, team's going to be scary. good. That is mad. That team is going to be good for many years to come. And with a coach like Nagy too, because like right. he's starting to show himself. A, well, some blunders this week. Do I mean, want, he couldn't. Wanna... Re- he couldn't really. Let's talk about. Hold on. All right, you do the thing. Oh man. Oh man. This is just. I just want to add one more thing. Go ahead. I think. Uh, I think there's a long road ahead for the Green Bay Packers. I think that it's they need to take their time to find the perfect coach for this man. And it doesn't need to be a defensive-minded guy. It actually might be worse if it's a defensive-minded guy. 
because like I said, the way the NFL's trending, I'm not sure how well and it's going to work gonna for think, them. And Aaron's going to think, oh man, this is who they brought me? Right. Like, that's Well, I mean, if they bring him like Jim Harbaugh, he's not going to be like, oh, who this is. If you, all you have to do is just look at what happened the instant he left the 49ers and go like, oh wait, this is a really good coach. <laughs> and like, and I don't know if he wants to return to the NFL. Players like man, I hope he does. Harbaugh. Yeah, players, because he's great. He's a great guy. And 0-4 against Ohio State. Leave now. Right. I mean, that, and that might be... There's no future for him. There's no future. Leave now. There might, And that might be the ticket for him to re-enter the NFL. Potentially. I mean, if you get you get the proposition of, you know, going into one of the most prestigious uh, franchises in football, you go from Aaron Rodgers. You go from one of the most prestigious professional football leagues to one of the most, I mean, the second most prestigious college program to then another prestigious NFL program. Right. It's a pretty and, good resume. Well, it's Jim Harbaugh. Is Jim <laughs> That's but uh, the only thing that could be a roadblock for that is all the we don't know how much of it was from like you know feeding reports from the inside but uh, Jim Harbaugh could be a nightmare to work with in between the front office and him mm-hmm. and the thing is yeah and like and the coach in Green Bay reports directly to the CEO yes he does and that might be a little weird for Harbaugh I don't know how he would take that plus the uh I mean, right now he reports to athletic directors and chairmen of the board at Michigan. True, true. Like, and then they respond. They they report to the NCAA. So it's almost like you're yeah, but like kind of cutting out multiple. But like middlemen. apparently anything from what I heard, anything anything McCarthy did, like straight to the he had to report with it to the CEO of the Packers first. That's a change that they made recently. It is very recent, yeah. Uh, I think this year actually, or the year before, I forget, but. And that, that might be a little weird for a coach that wants to grab and take control of a team. The Packers do a lot of decisions outside of the main coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, they have shareholders. They do things differently. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're owned by the city of Green Bay. They, yeah, they, do kinda, they operate a little differently. Yeah, they, they operate different than most other football teams. But we'll see what the future holds for Green Bay. I am not optimistic yet. I want to see who they get. Yeah. And then I will judge my optimism. Well, we'll find out in the off season, I guess. We're gonna fad pod win. season two with four brand new people. Yeah, because I'm going. To... <laughs> they're renewing our contracts. Don't you get me started? Uh, <laughs> what if we just like? What if they're just like four different people? <laughs> and let's let for the first episode of the second season. Let's grab four different people. Let's grab four of our friends and host yeah. an episode. Right. We'll get a uh, Genhard, Shively, Sevy, and Doma. We'll, f- we'll phone Krebs Dome. in. In Dome. Or in Dome, yeah. There you go. We'll call it. We'll call it a uh, dark football after. You. Anyway, <laughs> I'm I'm done. It, it's hard for what for like to get everything out that I want to say. But I'm mad at Aaron Rodgers. I'm mad at the. I'm mad at Mike McCarthy. I'm glad it's over. Right. That's that was my thing. I'm not happy that Aaron Rodgers essentially got Mike McCarthy fired. Because nah. I think it was both. I think it was both simultaneously okay. their faults. Look at okay, the, look at the Giants with a zero point one percent chance to win the NFC East. <laughs> good, hate the Giants. Can we talk about how mad I am that the Bears didn't win? Oh my God! They got Son the, of a bitch! They got the first onside oh. kick of the season. They made oh. so many crazy moves. They made, that, they made that onside kick because Odell's a lazy prick. Well, yeah, but right. they still got it. <laughs> All right, let me tell you something. How many times have I talked about Odell Beckham Jr. on this show? Oh, plenty. I can't stand Odell Beckham Jr. Oh no, right. I can't stand. You mean this is why? This is why I can't stand him. Okay, I get. Okay, one hand, whatever. I don't care. One hand to catch, whatever. Cool. He's got a cool haircut, whatever. 
He throws he throws the touchdown to Russell Shepard. There are just there are moments where Odell just I don't know what happens. I feel like in the middle of football games, Odell has out of body experiences. <laughs> And it happens like when he's getting in fist fights with Xavier Rhodes and in beating his head against fans and yelling on the sideline to nobody and snots coming out of his nose. He's he's on the hands team on a on an onside kick. I guarantee you that every single time the Giants run their onside kick coverage, the ball goes exactly somewhere in that spot where Odell is. And I guarantee you, 99% of the time, Odell just picks it up or dives on it. Right. But for no reason at all, he's just like, man, I'm just going to boop it out of bounds. Not go jump on it and shield it with my body that human beings can't reach through. I'm just going to boop it. And he didn't even boop it. He missed. And then the Bears just jumped on it and got it. I was like, I that couldn't have happened to a better player. I'm glad that happened to Odell Beckham Jr. Wow. I can't. He, like, like tried to swat out of bounds or whatever. He has these, like, like these these moments that just don't make any sense. Like, he's he's going to a... Not to bring this up. This is, like, ancient history now. But, like, you're getting ready for a playoff game in Green Bay, and you're hanging out on a yacht three days later. And then you go to the game, and you drop, flat out, like, drop two gimme touches. He just has, like, these momentary lapses of, like, awareness that he's playing football and the bears with a minute 15 left would chase freaking daniel kick a field goal they throw it they throw like a 30 yard pass to Tariq cohen on fourth down in three and then run the chicago special to get the touchdown with as time is expiring and it goes to overtime and they hold the Giants to a field goal. I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna happen. The fucking the Bears are gonna win this football game with Chase down. And they fumble three times. Yep. And recover it all three times. I'm yep. like, this is this is it. This is how they're, they're gonna recover three fumbles, and they're still gonna win. And every and and the Eli Manning memes are just gonna. I'm just gonna bathe in them. It's just gonna be like <laughs> I'm gonna take a shower in Eli Manning memes. Like, you're going to see the face, the stupid face he has on the sideline with the messed up hair. Like, I thought we were winning with a minute 15 left. <laughs> like, like that stuff. Oh, and the stupid Janoris Jenkins man who, I was going to say something. The that, Janoris Jenkins man. I, I was going to I was gonna make a joke that he is a murderer, but he isn't. This is dead brother. It was his brother. Jesus fucking Christ. Your brother's a murderer, man. Why'd you make that play? Let whoever, I can't remember if it was Taylor Gabriel, but let him catch the ball, man. I was mad. I wanted that for Chase Daniel, man. You, you There should be a rule in the NFL where if you recover in one drive, if you fumble three times and recover it all three times, touchdown. <laughs> you know how messed up that is? Dude, people, people fumble like once a game and it loses them the game. The Bears fumbled three times on a drive and they recovered it all three times. Sometimes it really be like that. That would really make Pat Mahomes MVP. That would. <laughs> that oh man, that really would actually. Yep. He'd have it sewed up by now. Big turnover boy. Oh god, I'm sorry. That's my only issue with Pat Mahomes. I'll say this. Please, young. I'll say this. The Bears Rams game is like. It's gonna be super lit. Is insane. 
Like, that's a big game. I, the Bears probably aren't going to win. No. Mitch needs to come back. He's Mitch is coming to. back. Yeah, he's supposed he to be back. To. Mitch he, is... was, he was supposed to come back on Thursday and Thanksgiving. But he didn't. Nope. And Still won, though. Two weeks of Chase Daniels. And they they sat they might have sat him another week because they're like, Giants are a gimme, and then it wasn't. That might have actually been what happened. Yeah, they're like, we can win with Chase Daniel. They almost did. They should have. Like, give 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 Trubisky a little more time to heal. Let's throw Chase Daniel in there. He would give, Maybe he can win us another football game. Save him for uh, the Rams, running away from Aaron Donald. Right, because he's probably going to get fucking drilled. I don't know. Mitch Trubisky's a good runner. Mitch Trubisky can get away from it. I don't know. A lot of people have trouble getting away from Aaron Donald. <laughs> That's true. He, he's scary, man. I, I think that's going to be... There might be a lot of sacks in that game. There might be... Oh, man. I just realized that. There might be a lot of sacks. There in might that be game. a lot of sacks in that football game. <laughs> Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald. I'm going to combine for 18 sacks. Not Aaron Donald and Khalil, but just the defenses in general. The defenses in... Like, there's going to be 18 total sacks in that game. Scores... Scores still how... Somehow still going to be like 30 to 34. Prop bet over under on sacks and Bears Rams. Oh my god! I bet, I, say, I bet it already exists. We're gonna, I'm gonna say five and a half we'll sacks. Do, we'll do it live on air. Okay, I'll, I'm gonna look it up. You guys yeah, keep Corey, going. Yeah, go ahead and look it up. I'm gonna. I think there's gonna be like five and a half sacks in that game. I'm gonna say seven. Nine. I'm gonna say nine sacks. Yeah, five, seven, nine. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll go one better. I'll tell you who's gonna get all the sacks. Ready for this? Uh-huh. I'll go. I'll go by player. Aaron Ready Donald gets nine. <laughs> All right, no, no, no. Aaron Donald. Aaron this? Donald gets nine sacks. Give him the MVP. Yeah, oh, give yeah. Give him the MVP. That's it. Aaron Donald gets one. Okay. Just one. That's fine. That's all he needs. Dante Fowler's going to get two. Okay. The other six. Khalil Mack? No. Are going to come from the Bears. Akeem Hicks is oh, yeah. going to have one. Roquan Smith will have one. I'll give Khalil Mack two. Uh, Leonard Floyd will have one. And some random safety blitz, they'll get him again. I'll tell you what, I was playing uh Tech Mobile 2018 on my NES emulator. Oh my god. Which that's still being kept up on. It's a lot of fun. And uh I was playing as the Bears this season. And who oh boy that's, did I That's some that's a weird like thing you did there. It's almost like you were playing them like in the hopes that you didn't do well. <laughs> like some like like, in some weird subconscious way, you're kind of, like, playing it as the Bears thinking, like, man, I hope I don't do well. <laughs> no, nah, man, it, 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 in, the, in the realm of video games, like, I can have fun with it. Fuck the Bears, though. But in a video game, I could be like, yeah, I'll play as the Bears. I got good defense. I could have fun playing defense. I have a lot of fun playing defense in Tecmo. Oh, I, mean, I constantly I'd... make the joke that I'm the best corner in the league. I bet. But you really don't have to do anything. Cause no, you co- do. The quarterback's instantly getting sacked. You're you're I mean, lining up as Eddie Jackson and then Prince of Mukamara. Well, I decided to and Kyle Fuller. I decided to line up as Khalil Mack for a bit, and like in that game, what you're supposed to do, you're supposed to run the lineman and then like mash A, and that's how you get through him. And then Khalil Mack was just bowling him over. That's really funny. <laughs> same with and then, and then played against the Rams, and then Aaron Donald was doing the same thing. And as Trubisky, I had like two seconds to get the fucking pass off, but I chose a passing play. Speaking so of you just run into the lineman, they just die, and I'll be like, "Oh god!" While Corey's still looking that up, we're speaking uh, defense. Let's do one of our first deep dives. Okay. Um. Let's talk about uh, what happened when the Browns actually went up against a good defense. Uh, they crumbled. They crumbled in the first half. 
they crumbled. They crumbled in the first half. Did too they, bad it was too did, late. Did, did they did they score 30 points in the second half? No. No. So they lost. So they crumbled. <laughs> no, they didn't really crumble, though. I, they lost, and they made a few mistakes in the first half, and then gave them a hole to dig out it was, of. It was more than a they, few. And then they fumbled on that big 70-yard uh, catch and run by Callaway in the second half. But the way they bounced back in the second half. Started to. They still couldn't get it out because they had too bad Baker of a first half. Baker threw for 357 yards in the second half. Yeah, and there's also two halves to a football game. And then the first he threw three, like, back, basically back-to-back picks. Yeah, but th- this is, I'm, I'm trying to tell you I understand that he made the mistakes. But I made the joke during the game that Baker went, I gave you that lead and I can take it away from you. <laughs> Sips on his whiskey at the sideline. He, the Browns are obviously a better football team. We were joking last week when we, they're still in the playoff race. This is a highly improved football team, though. I don't oh, know how much better th- than they've ever been like for well, not ever, but like in a long, long time. No, I'd almost say as better as they've ever been. Better than the team that made the playoffs when Tim Couch was still coach or quarterbacking for them. Since the Browns have come back, yeah, probably. I mean, probably since they've come back. Baker's yeah. this is the best uh that the, the, Der- the Derek Anderson led team was really good too with Romeo Cornell as their head coach. Uh-huh. I mean, they went 10 and 6. That's true. That was their last like good That was the, what their last good season, right? Yes. Uh, even then though, I don't know how good that team was compared to the one they have now with the young talent. You have I th- I think offensive you rookie a... of the year, Baker Mayfield, defensive rookie of the year. Oh, my God. Why did I just brain fart? The defensive back's name. Why did I brain Denzel fart? Denzel Ward? Thank you, Denzel well, After Ward. Sunday night, he might not win it. He might go, he'd probably go to Because Derwin James. James pretty much single-handedly beat the Pittsburgh Steelers last night. <laughs> Maybe you uh, you could maybe also argue uh, that... Breaking news. There is another Redskins right guard out for the year. Jonathan Cooper. Uh, he uh, tore his bicep, and he will be out for the rest of the year. The, the injury problems keep escalating for the Redskins as well. It's bad. I think that was their third string right guard. Maybe, uh, maybe Agent Pearson should stop hitting them all with switches before the game. Wow. Wow. Anyway, so Denzel Ward was the favorite for Defensive Rookie of the Year early. Maybe Kerwin James. Maybe you could argue for Leighton Vander Esch, the way he's played with Sean Lee 2.0. Sean Lee 1.0 comes out. Vander Esch, Sean Lee 2.0 comes in and has a really good game. But Ward still has all those interceptions, and he's played exceptionally well this year. I know we were, uh, repeating myself, I know we were joking about the Browns being in the playoff chase last year. but Last week. Last week. Why did I say last year? This is a team that next year has a real legit shot for the playoffs. They're younger. And they have the offensive talent. They have the defensive talent. The offensive line has actually been playing better, too. Like, you used to Joe Thomas gone. You think, oh, no, here we go. They haven't given up a sack in, like, four weeks now. Duke Johnson is one of the best so, I want to say switchbacks, but what's third what's, down back? Third down backs. I, there's another term for scat back. Scat back. Yeah, he's one of the best scat backs. Like Darren Sproles types. He's been one of the most consistent. They got rid of Carlos Hyde because of what they had. Nick Chubb and Nick Chubb was 
at one point, I think he still is averaging over six yards a carry somewhere around there. It's close to six yards a carry, yeah, or a little over six he, yards. He's one of the best uh, young running back talents in the NFL. Yeah, Saquon Barkley has had a phenomenal year for sure. And I know some people want to argue for him to be offensive rookie of the year or or just like offensive rookie running back or whatever of the year. Doesn't Philip Lindsay have like 17 less yards than Barkley on, on 41, 41 less, less carries? That's I was just that's what I was going to say. That's why you can't give it to Barkley. He's he's a quantity over quality. He he gets those boom plays that make him Is look it, explosive. Was that just running plays or was that like scrimmage yards? I think it was rushing yards. It, it was might, rushing yards. It was rushing yards particularly. Okay. Barkley's crushing him in scrimmage yards. Well, though. yeah, because he's got the receptions. But this is that Corey, you've brought it up a lot. The quantity quality thing before. There's so many times that Barkley would go two yards, two yards, two yards, one yard, half yard, two yards, fifty yards, two yards, two yards, two yards, one yards. You brought that up weeks ago and right. brought it up before. This. So Barkley looks flash in the pan at times. I think he'll be really good for the team, but I don't know how you put him above Baker Mayfield for offensive rookie of the year. You you can't. All the other quarterbacks that have been rookies that were taken this year, what what are they doing? How many wins do they have? They've all been actually doing pretty well though. No. Um defined well. I mean like not compared to Baker Mayfield. But I'm not arguing with you. Baker Mayfield is definitely the best rookie quarterback out of all of them this year. I don't think there's a question. But to say that, like, they are all still looking good. How many games? I don't know. Sam Darnold leads the league in interceptions, and he's well, played in two. How many? Yeah, I forgot about him. He's kind of, he's kind of looking that. He's uh, not looking He's also hurt. How many That's why he hasn't played in two weeks and still leads the league in interceptions. How many games has Baker played in? Again? He didn't play, the first, the, he didn't play he the first got, two he or three He played, what, weeks? half a game week four, started week four? I he's, think he started in week four. He started in week four. Yeah, because week three was their Thursday night game. Okay. So he's played in... Ten sure, games now? Ten games. Yeah. And he's won how many? Four. You know how many Lamar Jackson's won? Two. He's won three games. He's played in three. He's won all three. Yeah. So, like, Baker, yeah, like, he's been good, but he's won four games in ten. Lamar Jackson's won three in three. Mark Jackson also doesn't really throw the ball. He doesn't need to. He's <laughs> gimmicky. Coach. I know it's gimmicky. I'm, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying like I'm not, in no way, in, I'm not, in no way am I like, saying that. Are you that, trying like, to devil's advocate? Right, so. No, 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 no. In no way am I saying that like Lamar should win over Baker. Like Lamar's not even going to be in the yeah. running. All I'm saying is, is like if you're like, oh man, Baker's won four games. Yeah, Lamar's won three. Like, yeah, but how many? You how, can't, like, how, how many games did the Ravens win last year? Oh God! Uh, I don't remember. Like seven, I think. Seven they, they were a competitive football team last year. The Browns didn't win for like a year and a half, and Baker <laughs> Baker's gotten more wins for this team than anybody else has gotten for them in like five Two years. years. Two years. Yeah. Seven okay. years. I don't remember how many games they so, won in two thousand. Like here's Hugh Jackson was trash tier for this team. The front office made so many bad decisions. Do you Do you want to know something? There. You remember earlier in the season where I was like, convince me that Sean Watson's a good quarterback or the Texans are good. And you were, you brought up the argument. Sean Watson literally ran his college playbook last year. Yeah. You know who Gus Edwards is? Do I know who Gus Edwards is? Yeah. He's the rookie running back for Baltimore. You know what he was before that? He was 
Lamar Jackson's running back in Louisville. They brought him in for Lamar Jackson just so in case he had a play, he would be able to run his rookie or his college playbook in Baltimore. With just by inserting his old running back? Well, they've been doing it because he's been their lead back since Lamar Jackson's come in. That's literally, you didn't know he existed until Lamar Jackson had to start. That's that's so strange to me. Like I feel like that wouldn't make like just by inserting it. You, the, it's the, a lot the of back. it's a lot of uh, so they're tailoring. It's it a lot him. of option plays, mm-hmm. and they have good chemistry. And I know, together. and I know Hugh Jackson wasn't tailoring the offense for Mayfield. He was doing everything he could to not let him play. No, I'm. I didn't bring up Lamar Jackson because I thought that Lamar Jackson was more deserving of it than Baker. Not you're bringing just, the wins thing. Into I was question, just bringing I? it up. I was only thing I was bringing up was the fact that like. We're talking about Baker as if he's like, like I get it. Like he's won, he's won four games. For he the is Browns. a rookie. I get and it, is, and he is a rookie. But like all I'm saying is, is like in a game where he looked like a rookie, he threw three first half interceptions. Looked like bad. They had a lot of bad plays. Things happen. They still lost one by of the 15. Intercep- one of the one of the interceptions was a double tip. I know you could whatever. But he has enough poise and maturity to come out and be able to totally turn it back yeah, off to in make the second half. And Thank you. That's what second half. Almost 400 yards. He didn't look as rookie like in the second using, half. Using the word maturity to explain Baker Mayfield's a double on his ability to but, football maturity. His, his ability yeah. to make that kind of adjustment. Like they, they talk all the time when, as a quarterback, you need to be able to throw it off or shrug it off. You throw an interception. Five minute memory. You got to forget about it. Next time you're on the field, you can't remember that you threw that interception. And he, even though he, even after the first two interceptions, he was throwing the ball with the confidence of a guy who was 25 of 25 for 300 yards. No, I like, I like Baker. I just think that, like, all the, all, everybody was getting all wrapped up that they, he'd been playing really well over three consecutive weeks where he went up against the dead last ranked defense, the 28th ranked defense, and the 30th ranked defense. And then he went up against a good defense. And he threw three interceptions in the first half and dug his team into a hole that he couldn't get out of. So, like, I, I don't know. Like, going into that game, I was like, they're not going to win this game and they're going to look bad because this is a good defense. Like, not everybody is Cincinnati. Not everybody is Atlanta. Like, No, it's understandable. We knew – we talked about it last week and I've seen other people. This is going to be, like, the big test for Baker. And I'm not saying he passed the test, obviously, with the way the first half went. But I'm saying – there was the fact that he didn't, hope the fact the that future. he didn't just like give up. Well, I mean, you wouldn't give up. Like, no, 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 just give up. I but, think it's undisputed that there's hope for the future for Baker Mayfield. He the, is the starting team, quarterback for this team. He this will be. This team has so much promise. Yeah, I just hope. I just hope. Get him another. Gets... Get him another wide receiver. The offensive line is playing good. The defense is healthy and playing well at times. They still are. They still need takeaways, right? I don't even know if you oh. have to get them another wide receiver. You just have to figure out a way to get. Jarvis Landry involved. Yeah, I think the problem with my with Jarvis Landry was they have him as a, as the lead receiver. He's been the slot receiver in other places, right? Yeah. That's, but maybe, so you get it. You get another. You get another big body or a speed guy in, so Jarvis can run his slot. That's routes. why everyone was so excited about pairing him with Josh Gordon because Josh Gordon is an outside, outside. receiver. That can take the top off for Landry. And that's and that's why I think to they the should have traded him to the Patriots. For a KFC five-buck box. Yeah, that was a <laughs> head-scratching move by the team. But if they can get another outside receiver, uh, sure, they got good tight end. They have Njoku's a 
good tight end. He makes a lot of big passes. Shore up the defense a God, little oh bit. Oh man, I'm hold but on. This, this you team said so... that I can hear. I can hear Ben Birdie screaming right now. One of our patrons. I can. You said David Njoku's a good tight end. I can hear him screaming at the top of his lungs right now. Why would screaming, Ben? Why would Ben quote, be screaming? Quote: That man is a bum. That man is a fucking bum. Why does Ben think Njoku's a bum? Because I've I've heard him say it. He does not like, like just... David Njoku. Wow, he does dude. Not. All right, Ben. Maybe the Browns will draft a tight end for you. I don't care. I think the no, team's really stick. good. They'll stick with Njoku. I think the team the team is not really good. They're on the cusp of they being not, really yes, good. Yes, there you go. Next year, they're going to be amazingly competitive. And, when as they long get as the Browns doesn't keep making dumb head scratchy moves, yeah, and I don't have faith in the Browns. Once, once they office. hire Mike McCarthy, Bruce Arians, or John Harbaugh, and all three of there, them, all three at the same damn time. You think John Harbaugh goes? I don't know. We were talking about John Harbaugh a second ago, so I just wanted to bring up the. I, I don't think John again. Harbaugh goes anywhere personally. But. Man, w- wouldn't it be some shit if John Harbaugh goes from that state up north to coach the Browns? I don't know they how. Don't care. Ah, some people would care. Some people. They don't, some people. They don't care because no, that, it's all. Awesome. Baker planted the flag in the middle of Ohio State, yeah, and, and then they drafted. It's like, oh, who cares? Well, uh, when we fucking... when they drafted him, some Browns fans were really mad about it. But now that he's good, they're like, hey, I did it. The pepper. Planted that flag, Baker. Peppers the year before. Right. Mm. There's. I love Baker. I hate the fact he's on the Browns. Because when he does cool things and he's really sassy and mean and cocky and douchey <laughs> at the press conference, I'm like, yay, that's why I like him. And then I remember who he plays for. And Man. I'm like, damn. Man, you know what I can't wait for, Kuiper? What's up? When the Browns beat the Steelers next year and they're competitive in the AFC North, the pain that you're going to feel every week. It won't Especially be- because your team will still have... Big Ben and Mike Tomlin. It won't be. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. Like that's that's not why I was upset he went there. I could care less. Honestly, if if us losing to the Browns a bunch gets Mike Tomlin fired and gets like Ben Roethlisberger to finally just go away forever, I'd be like, yay! Yeah. But then been... you have to deal with your worst enemy, Browns fans. You you, you talk about they that are, they starting are, from. They are just... God. You were talking about that. Can I just I think put like... them all on a boat and just push oh them my into God. the Atlantic Browns Ocean? fans are the same. All right, so Ben is a Browns fan. My sister's fiance Ryan is a Browns fan, and I swear they act the same when it comes to the Browns. So I feel like Browns fans are just the same person. <sighs> Loud, not a obnoxious is a bad word to say, but a lot of passion for their team. When I went to when I went to the Chiefs game. Uh, or the Chiefs-Browns game, Ryan all throughout the stadium, running in, walking out. Well, not walking out because they lost. But walking in, doing the here we go brownies, here we go woof woof chant, all through the balcony, people joining in. But Browns fans need something to be excited about for once in their life, and they have it. And the old mantra, well, maybe next year is more like next year we're getting them. We're going to goose them. Just just cross the maybe out. It's just next year. Next year. And, And this team has a... They're, they're a bright roster, young roster, get a better coach. I, I don't think you keep Greg Williams as head coach. Oh, no. no, no oh, no, no, I no. Keep I think you keep him on the staff as defensive you coordinator. You can't keep that man as, ever as a head coach again. He might start paying people to. He wasn't a head coach when he did it the first time. Oh, that's so. right. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he should be have a job, but that's just me. No. He I, should be in the pit. Right. He, oh. he does not. That man does not deserve to have a job. Who doesn't? I, mean, I want to get into this. Greg Williams does not deserve to have a job, and he should not be on the Cleveland Browns. All he did was give some people some money. To uh, can I, can I fuck him up? 
Can I real quick just yeah, just, but it's football. You can I can I let fuck them up? Can I just let my good friend Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Uh huh. Explain how I feel about Browns fans. Here. No, I'm just, I'm just gonna play it through my microphone. No, here. No, no, plug it in. No, because you guys aren't gonna be able to hear it. Okay, okay, go ahead. I want you guys to be able to hear. All right, it. go ahead. This is how I feel. this is this is all this is all I want. I don't I don't need the Browns to suck forever. I'll add this to the Patreon checklist. I need a PA speaker. So I don't I need the Browns to suck. Like it's not I'm not one of those people that says like I hope the Browns go winless. I don't care. Like the Steelers. There's always going to be competitive teams in the yeah. NFL. Yeah. Like the Steelers have lost to the Browns before the past like five years. I don't get like mad. Yeah. You know I don't go in hiding. I don't like put my clothes away and I don't be like. Hmm. The Bears are going to win the well, NFC you're, North. They're not jumping off a bridge. Not the typical Steelers fan. I know There's a lot of uh, hey, do do that. I know I'm the best kind the, of Steelers the, fan. The, the normal Browns fan Steelers fan dynamic is so toxic. It is. But hey. th- th- all I want this this is it. This is right. This right here. That's it. That's all I want. What's their role? To be a doormat. That's it. Just, <laughs> just to be a doormat. <laughs> not, 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 and not necessarily to the Steelers. To just the league in general. Just <laughs> like the, the Browns are I uh, the dude outside the hotel that holds the door open. Oh my God, that's mean. That's I don't care if it's mean. That's all I want. That dynamic has to change eventually. I, they have to get a promotion at some point. It, it it's, been, it's been a lot. At, at, at some point, the manager's going to come. Man, you've, been <laughs> yeah. you've, been, you've been bouncing for us. You're going to be the bell, You're going to be the bag boy now. It, it, it does not make it like at, at some point, things will come together for this football team. That's true. It's, a, it's on the cusp of happening, and you got to deal with it. Look at the Bears. No, that's, but that's fine. This exact thing has already happened to me, Okay. In, you went in, from in a what competitive is, football team to a bad football team. In what is a complete shock to most people, the Bears are astounding this season, and God, it, it, oh, it it I hurts. Mean, I mean, it wasn't me, but it it hurts my soul. But I'm not trying. To, I'm not going to jump off a bridge anytime soon. And like that's that's going to happen eventually for the Steelers and the Browns dynamic. It's going to happen, and you got you got to have to learn how to deal with that. And it's not. It's going to come sooner than you expect. That's fine. As long as they just shut up. How is 20 you know, years sooner than you expect? For how many years right the now, Browns I mean, have had I mean, to like, suffer? I mean, for like, as many right years, now. they've it's been not, the doormat. But the it's NFL. not my fault that other Steelers fans are crappy. So don't talk to me. Just leave me alone. I don't want to... Like, if other Steelers fans are, like, mean to you, that's fine. Go take go take it up with them. Don't leave me alone. Because you all you do is make me mad. That's it. That's what, like, just... It's not even... Okay, here's it. It's not even Steelers fans. When the Browns get mega competitive and next year win 10 games and go to the playoffs, Browns fans are going to die. They're going to get so drunk. They're going to clinch the playoffs... Nine months later, the uh, population in Cleveland, Ohio is going to skyrocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So many things are going to happen. And there's going to be so much shit talking. We're going to bake it out, boys. We're going to the Super Bowl. And, like, Browns fans have not had the ability to, like, especially ones that don't follow other sports because football fans sometimes only follow football. If you're like a Cleveland sports fan, yeah, you had the Cavs, you won a championship, you got to go to a parade. You had a little taste of that. If you followed the Indians, you watch them choke in the playoffs every year. So you get some taste of playoff choking. But you haven't, <laughs> but you haven't seen it from the Browns' perspective yet. Because Ohio State's been, been good. 
they always lose a big game every year and they yeah, get yeah. blown up by Clemson. But so you you it's different though. The Browns are the hottest commodity. They're the biggest team. They're the biggest thing in Cleveland, but yes. they've always been the worst thing in Cleveland. Right. If that dynamic changes and the Browns are good, I'm so excited. Uh, the only- For a little bit. Because the Browns fans that I know. It'll be interesting. I don't I know what a cocky Browns fan is because they're already like, no, overzealous. But, yeah. But God damn, I want the NFL to be interesting. I love the fact that, that the Rams are good now. I love the fact that the Eagles had a Super Bowl season. Like, I love it when the NFL interesting and different and different shit happens. There's and only... God damn, does the AFC need a fucking shakeup. My God. That shakeup is Patrick Mahomes, shake, baby. Shake, shake up like the AFC East. <laughs> no, as a whole, like man, as a fucking Josh, whole. Hey, if we're okay, I could ca- talk about talking about the AFC East and teams that circle the wagon. Who about them Buffalo Bills? Josh Allen, he is so good, dude. I'm not talking about Josh Allen until he has a receiver. And- well, oh. he needs a better receiver. He needs a receiver. How? I know, like, but in general. I just, I, been... I'm not going to pass any judgment until I can see what he does with an actual That would have been the most. Did you guys see the next-gen stats they were talking about last he, night in the he, Senate? He ran, like, a total of 800 yards in that game from all the running around he did. Yeah. God, he's athletic. He's a big he's, boy. He's the, t- he's the kind of, he's the kind of uh, quarterback that's perfect for, like, as far as, like, his size, his build, and, what, like, what he does is great for Buffalo. And he's got the arm, but if he could have a receiver that's not the pro football focused worst in the league at number one. Yeah. Kelvin Benjamin? Yeah, he's bad. Yeah, well, I mean, it might help if he, uh, you know, decided to practice with the team. That'd be a good thing. They're going to cut him as soon he as he can. He literally won. He got the foot. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills essentially won that game on a Hail Mary that the receiver just dropped, and there was nobody around to make the catch. I felt. I mean, we don't – obviously, we're talking about the Bills now because we got our, our Patreon uh, angry angriest right now. Um, but we also – not only do we know Angry, who's a Bills fan, but our friend Shane's a Bills fan. And I feel like simultaneously both of them just, like, fainted oh. at the at the thought of, like, oh, my God, our team was that close. That's what, Charles – was that Clay who dropped that ball? Might have been Charles Clay. He was Charles Clay. Because I, I got a text from Shane right when that happened that said Charles Clay is a bum. So I think it was. <laughs> I believe it. So I think it was Charles Clay. Man, I mean Josh. Josh Allen was doing everything in his power, man. That's the thing. He puts he puts the team on his back. Yeah. But uh, they need a team now. They have a good defense, though. They need they an offense. They have. They don't have a offense like at all. They have a good offense. They have, the offensive line is okay. Yeah, but like, they they don't have any. They don't have any skill position people. None. That's what they're going to need to work on. And when it's you have not like Buffalo's an attractive market for big-name free agents. For then again, though, I mean, with the way Josh I, Allen's been playing. Yeah, with the way Josh Allen is and how good that defense is. Right. You get them a wide receiver. I'm find, sure. Or find a running back because LaShawn McCoy is going to be out of the league soon. Sure, Le'Veon John. Bell. Nah, Le'Veon Bell's going to Kansas City. He wants to play for a contender. You mean the Colts? Yeah, you mean the Colts. Uh, can you imagine what John Brown feels like right now? <laughs> John Brown? <laughs> I hate you, Kuiper. What, what happened? Oh, yeah, the thing I shared on Facebook. I yeah, love the funny. Colts. You, I've, you've shared it to me. Because even in my memories, I see every year that you shared it to me <laughs> since it's happened. 
You share it every year. There's this picture from a few years back where it showed the Colts as the four seed and the Chiefs as the five seed, and they would have to play each other in the first round of the playoffs. And it was Kuiper taunting me because we had lost to the Colts the last two times we were in the playoffs. One of well, not the last two times consecutively, but a lot of our big playoff losses have been to the Colts. One was that fucking fluky ass piece of horse garbage shithole of a game where Andrew Luck recovered his own fumble and they came back from 24 Oh, down. so you don't like people recovering their own fumbles. Then you can't like Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes hasn't recovered and scored a touchdown on the same play. Oh, it's so true. he's not as good as Andrew Luck? It's true. Oh! <laughs> Got him! That, that might be a fashion correction. Got him! Ah! At, at least not yet. I'm sorry. We were talking about the Bills. He might be we better, were talking about he the might Bills. Be better Get him a running back. But we, ha- but we had to make everything the Chiefs because Matt's here. Look, I haven't gotten to talk about the Chiefs yet today, yet, okay? Not really. We'll talk about them in a minute. I mean, but anyway, yeah, they Buffalo, beat the Raiders. It's Obviously, the season's forfeit for the Bills. It's been for a minute. Um, yeah. Yeah, but they, when Allen has played, that team has looked completely different. Right. And, and in the same thing I just talked about with the Browns it's and Baker. It's team with promise. You, you look at him and you're like, damn, next year we could be actually competitive. Get him a, get him a wide receiver and a running back. Maybe two wide receivers. Trade for trade for a wide receiver. Maybe get someone a free agency. Draft the best talent. Draft the best receiver in the first round that you can get because you already have the defense. Keep them. Use your salary cap around that because your offense is going to be young and hold you under salary. And I think the Bills are going to have a lot of cap room next year anyway. Probably. So you have Josh Allen, get yourself a running back in the second or third round, get a wide receiver in the first, build a little offensive line because Allen likes to extend plays, keep your defense the way it is. The Bills will beat the Patriots next year. The Bills should have beat the Patriots this year had Josh Allen played. They'd have won that game. Yeah, they would. They would have won, won that game if Josh Allen played. They would have, hundred percent, easy. The, the, that's why next year, the Patriots won't auto win the division. The Bills will actually have a chance. When when's the last time the Bills beat the Patriots? It's been a few years. It's man. been a long time. Yeah, <laughs> I think it might have been Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh my god, that beat them. Oh my god, I think it might have been that long ago. So we'll do. Well, how about we do? Well, since we're doing the Patriots, let's ra- let's round it off with the 49ers. With our friend uh, Tom, I love Tom. you so much. Man, that was rough. That was a rough game to watch. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you say. Nick Mullins, the... flash in the pan, boy. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Oh my God, is Russell Wilson good at playing the game of football? Oh my God! I know we said it last week, and I know it was against the 49ers this week, but I don't want to be any team that has to play against the Seahawks in the playoffs. No. They. I called they can it. beat the Rams. They played them close twice. They can beat the Saints. They can beat the Cowboys because I think they have the scrappiness to go against. Didn't they already beat them this year? No, 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 no. They have the scrappiness. No, the, to keep no, up yeah, the no they beat them. Yeah, they the Seattle, the, Seahawks beat the Cowboys earlier in the year. They have the scrappiness to keep up and beat the Cowboys defense. They have the consistency in the running game that can shut down the Bears because I think that's the weakness in the Bears defense is their running game. Slightly. I know, but it's something that you can it's, attack. It's at least and something the you number can do. one rushing team in the NFL is the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. So, I just I felt bad for Richard Sherman going into that game because like it was the whole, you know, him coming back to Seattle and all that stuff, and then Seattle scored a touchdown and they reenacted his tip in the end zone. Did you see that? 
I thought it was pretty tasteful, actually. It was pretty funny. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was like shade. I think they were. I think it was kind of. I mean, I because, think it was more of a respect thing. Yeah, honestly. I think because it, it was Sherman who did it. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't. I wouldn't hate that they were throwing shade at him, considering that he's done nothing but throw shade at Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's your quarterback and the leader of your team. He really has been the most critical about like Russ and Pete. Which, by the way, like, man, were a lot of people wrong about the Seahawks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, wrong about the were Seahawks. a lot of people, me I included. Even, I, a lot of us were too. I wasn't quite on the mark about them, but I did say in the preseason during Bird Week, during Bird Week one, I think it was Bird Week one, that this with if, as long as Russell Wilson's on your football team, you are a playoff contender. And uh, boy, was I right. They are definitely a playoff contender. Not in the fashion that I thought it would be, though. I thought what was going to happen is Russell Wilson would put his team, the team, completely on his fucking back like he's been. But they found a running game. They found a running game. They got the offensive line in much better shape. Fired Tom Cable. Yeah, I mean, that's really. Fired Tom Cable. Your offensive line jumps up 20 overall in Madden. (laughs) It's so so interesting. But yeah, I. And I. Now that the Packers are out of contention, I'm so happy that I can root for the Seahawks in the NFC. Because, are you? yeah, well, because I get I get really mad when they're both in contention because I don't want to play them. I don't want to watch the Packers play the Seahawks, but I want to watch everybody else play the Seahawks. That's fair. <laughs> That'd be a fair. lot of fun. I love watching Russell Wilson play the game of football. He's like uh, he's one of my faves. Selfless Aaron Rodgers. Yep. He's more, uh, a little more, a little more scrappy, a little more. Well, he's a little more Drew Brees-like, but yeah. like, he has the arm and extendability of an Aaron Rodgers, but the selflessness and IQ of a Drew Brees, and the ability to make decisions at the line of scrimmage, unlike Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> right. There you go. There and you go. the and the legs of the greatest running quarterback of all time, Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh... Man, never thought we'd be saying that. He's 800 yards. That's the most. Uh, he has the most rushing yards uh, in a two-game stretch since, like, the 50s by a quarterback. Man, what about Lamar Jackson? He's a bum. <laughs> <laughs> Big bum. Big old bum. So, yeah, we're sorry, Nick Mullins, bringing this back. Yeah, we're sorry. You have, I mean, Shanahan is one of the best offensive-minded coaches in football, and he does, a lot, he does a lot to try and flex tape that yeah. offense together. Th- there's only so much you could do when They've you lost two star. running backs, a wide receiver for half the season, a starting quarterback, I think defensive players that were injured, defensive players that do dumb shit, they'd go to the Redskins. I'm not, I'm not going to blame uh, the losses on Nick Mullins, considering that it was the hubris of their coach that they didn't need to sign an actual wide wide receiver. They they signed uh, Derek McKinnon. It's not a wide receiver. But he, you uh... fucking dumbass. Oh, get the fuck off my show. <laughs> but he uh, he catched the ball out of backfield. He like a wide receiver to line up behind the quarterback. It's not a wide receiver. That's a. It's something they can work on coming into this next year, though. But too bad uh, there's not a lot of good wide receiver aspects yeah, for him here. Let's hope Shanahan can fix his attitude and improve on that. Woo! Right. Sam, that's a spicy take there. Got to put a habanero That was like one of their biggest weaknesses, and they refused to address it. They drafted Dante Pettis in like the fourth round or something. Yeah, but Marquis Goodwin could have been good. He's okay. Dante Pettis is okay. Like, 
He did have the most receiving yards. And they got that nice tight end, against... Kittle boy. Kittle's good. I mean, Kittle's Kittle, good. Kittle, he, he's the next emerging tight end star in the league. He, he'll be. It'll be like he'll be the actual good be like tight Kelsey, end. Kelsey Gronk Ertz Kittle. Kelsey's not a. I would good put Kittle tight end. above. Oh my God! This bullshit. He's a. He's a. He's a good wide receiver. He also is fucking. Have you am- seen some of the blocks he made? He doesn't block. He makes some good. He doesn't block like George Kittle does, but not many people do. George Kittle blocks like Quentin Nelson down the right. field. <laughs> that man is an amazing blocker and a good passer. Nobody catcher. blocks quite like Quentin Nelson, though. Oh Can we have God. Quentin Nelson on the show? Can we? Everybody I'll be our first Quentin ever Nelson. fad podcast. Everyone tweet. I'm tweeting Quentin Nelson literally right now. I would. Die. I actually tweeted Cam Jordan earlier in the episode to come on and defend Drew Brees as the greatest of all time because that's what he does in his spare time. So I was like, might as well do it on my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna tweet this boy right tweet, now. Tweet, tweet Quentin Nelson right now. All right. Um, what other stupid things? I guess do we, we can actually talk, talk about the Chiefs. Game. Yeah, can we talk about the Chiefs now? It's time. It's my time. Now that we got Sharkandrick West back. I want a Sharkandrick West jersey. There's nothing to talk about. What are you talking you beat, about? You beat the Raiders. What are you talking about? There's nothing to talk about. You. You, I actually, if I was a Chiefs fan, I would prefer that we didn't talk about the Chiefs game, considering that we almost lost to the Raiders. Considering what they had to deal with, I lem- okay. Here's Corey. No, I'm no. not going to look at him. I can't look at okay. him. Okay, me and you are going to talk <laughs> about the Chiefs. Gonna, me and you are going to talk right now. I knew. I watched that game. You know what I thought to myself? I'm like, if the Chiefs win this game, you know what I'm going to have to hear. What? I'm going to have to hear, man, through all that. All that drama, they pulled through, didn't let it distract them. And then if they lost, you know, I was going to have to hear, man, they were distracted, couldn't focus. You're either distracted or you're not distracted. <laughs> it could be both. That is not how it works. It could be both. You can't turn left and right at the same time. Yes, you can. You split. <laughs> you just cut the car in half. Because they were obviously rattled. They were obviously distracted. They had to drastically change the offensive game plan on Saturday morning on their flight to make Pat. It was like, all right, Pat, you're gonna be our, <laughs> you're gonna be Josh Allen. Pat Mahomes had to call the player meeting Saturday morning. He brought them all in. He rallied the troops. Did, they, did, did we? Did we forget about how good Spencer Ware was before he tore his ACL week one or whatever in preseason last year? I think a lot of people forgot how good Spencer Ware is. Spencer Ware's a good it's player. Not, it's not that much of a downgrade. No, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a downgrade, but it's not that no, much of a downgrade. It's not much of a downgrade. I mean, Mahomes still led the team in rushing that game. He did. But no, no. Because Again, shit, shit went down. Things went down. The team got put in national spotlight for bad attention. Teammates are getting asked questions they never wanted to get asked because like, who wants to be in that position? How do you answer those things? PR I mean, they're still going to get asked about it all year no, long. No, no, they're going to get asked about it all year long. It, during the game, they were shaky and rattled. They, a lot of overthrown passes, a lot of mistakes that were made, a lot of dumb, boneheaded plays were made that kept the Raiders in it at all times. Chris Jones got a sack in the ninth straight game this season, though. Look out. Uh, isn't it silly? He only, he only needs seven and a half more to catch Aaron Donald. I mean, he, he, there's He'll four get seven. games left. That's He's right. guaranteed four. That's right. I'm just saying, man. There were so many things that they did in that game that you could tell their head wasn't always in it or that something was wrong with the game plan because, again, they had to change it. But through all of that, my boy MVP candidate, Patrick Mahomes the second rifles it in 
to Demetrius Harris. Okay, yeah. so what happened with the Steelers game this week? And All right, so did you see that pass to him though, where he gunned it in? Did you see his arm talent? I, I didn't watch the game, and I know How there did was you some. Not watch the game? They were, I'm not talking about you anymore. Did you see the catches? <laughs> I didn't watch. Well, catches for 100. Some yards. Because he's a wide receiver, not a tight end. He I, I had to go to work this morning at 4 a.m., so I didn't watch the Sunday night game. So just go through some of the missed calls with me real fast. But then Kansas City came back and won the game. I like this dynamic. What, what, do I, what exactly should I tweet at Quentin, though? You're so right. <laughs> I'm right. nervous. I'm, I'm nervous, Listen, guys. all right, all you do... Is you 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 tag him from, uh, either your I uh, from Fad Pod. Oh, from Fad Pod. I have it from my personal. Tweet account. him from the Fad Pod and Do be it like, from both. Yeah, you can. You can be like, hey man, don't be annoying. We about like, it. hey man, we love what you're doing. We think you're great. You should come on the show. <laughs> Fly out to Youngstown, Ohio. <laughs> we'll no, we'll Skype, yeah, I'll Skype him in. Yeah, Discord we'll Skype him in. in. We'll Discord him in. Yeah, we'll Discord or Skype you in. We'd love to hear about how your rookie season with the Colts is going. Just be nice. I'm gonna really, really love what you're doing this year. Love the screaming. Put that in there. Love, yeah, love the love, screaming. How, love the screaming. Love the passion. We love the passion. No, I love the passion. That's what I'm gonna type. <laughs> the mustache is great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna put the mustache is great. Passion. Anyway, I am mad that you just want to throw it off because they won. Oh, they should have won. No, they, I don't want. No, I'm not gonna throw it off. I'm just saying, like, like if was, you watch any of that game, it's obvious they were rattled. No, they were. No, I know that. I, I was just joking with you. Oh, I wasn't actually being serious. But I knew that like that was gonna be a topic. Well, it's but the, at the same time, one hundred percent. Yeah, it, it became the now uh, going forward. They they have more time to prepare. They, they got a hard game against Baltimore this week. They still got Spencer Ware. They brought back Shark. Our two-headed monster from two years ago is back, baby. All right. I type, really love what you're doing this year. Love the passion. Want to come be the first guest on my really cool football podcast to talk about your season and good O-line play? I will. Tweet I will it. mark Everybody out. Everybody retweet it. I will mark. I, I might. I might pass out if he. Says I would yes. freak out if he was like, "Yeah, man, how do I do okay. it?" I think I've said this. I think I've said this before in the podcast, but like, my favorite thing to watch in football is offensive line play. It's, oh my it's god, my favorite speaking, thing. Did you see uh, Jason Kelsey's blocking tonight on the one Darren Sproles touchdown? No. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, he. It was the fourteen or fifteen yard uh, run that Darren Sproles had for the touchdown. Kelsey comes off, hikes the ball, comes off, pulls, okay? He takes his man and hits him like four or five yards downfield and then continuously blocks him 12 more yards down the field, shoves him out of the way, and pushes another guy out of the way to keep the hole open for Darren Sproles to get in the end zone. It's like blindside style. Oh, my God. It was – it was. I was a little half chub. It was hard. You think with a brother like Jason Kelsey that Travis would be better at blocking? This motherfucker! I'm gonna this. go make. I'm gonna. I'm gonna figure out how to edit videos and make a montage <laughs> of Kelsey pancake blocks. And we're gonna see three of them in his <laughs> illustrious career. You're you're wrong. It's, I'm gonna have like right. five. I'm gonna I'm gonna put together. I'm gonna put together a big compilation of stacking up Travis Kelsey blocks in his career versus George Kittle blocks this year. <laughs> and then, <laughs> all, right. all right. I mean, I'm I want to see. I want to see. Now, Travis Kelsey can 
block. He blocks often. Right. George Kittle blocks better. All right. It's true. The Chiefs All are right. good. Listen. But now they, they got two couple games that are tough left. If they drop one of them, the Patriots take the first seed, and then the Chiefs lose in the first round of the playoffs to the Steelers. Speaking of that, let's talk about that. I segued for you. I hate them. It's time. Let's get it off your chest. Rant. I hate them. Rant. Now it's our turn to look at our phones. I hate them. Talk about it. Tell me. Lay it on me. Well, Corey, you didn't see the game, so do you want Lay me to explain this, I'm, to you? I'm, your therapist. I'm, I'm the therapist uh, here yes, for please. you. Okay. I'm, I'm, we'll be your therapist. You're laying on the couch. We're talking to you. We're giving you, I'm gonna let him go we're giving you Rorschach road. tests. We're giving you Rorschach <laughs> tests. Does this look like a false start to you? Does this? Oh. Is this? The, are the does Steelers this, does still this, off sides does, tonight? Does this look like an Austin Eckler fumble that your head coach doesn't challenge? Because I don't know. He probably left his challenge flag. Now, in, the in, room. His, now in his defense, Tomlin has lost nine challenges in a row. <laughs> oh no way! Like I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Thanks for saying that. Oh yeah, I knew that. That was fun. If it makes you feel any better, Sean Payton lost two in a row. Oh yeah, and that was a big deal because that he could have had one that would have stopped the first and down. first of all that michael thomas catch was a catch oh my god <laughs> there literally is like no it's almost like there's no footage of it ever hitting the ground but because it was ruled an incomplete they're like well we can't tell if it's touching that's, the ground that's or not. why you need to you just need to call everything what it is and then review it yeah um I, we'll just okay so Corey, the first thing that happens is there's a false start which Browns fans that are listening uh, are getting deja vu because the exact same thing happened against the Browns. Where, same exact thing happened against the Chiefs. Yep, where the right tackle uh, false starts. It's not called. Like, blatantly. Like, I'm not trying to say, like, oh, he, like, moved his foot. Like, he literally starts, like, like backpedaling. And there's no call. And the Steeler defenders, actually, Sean Davis, who is out covering uh, Travis Benjamin, actually, like, stops and, like, points at the offensive lineman, but the Chargers just keep going. So Travis Benjamin just runs right past him. And Travis and Sean Davis can't do anything about it because now he's past him, so he just starts running, and Travis Benjamin catches a touchdown. So that was the first one. Um, there were – then there was the punt return touchdown that um, right in front of – I don't know the name of the returner for uh, the Chargers, but – the telltale sign that there's a block in the back on a punt return is if you see a guy on the like return team put his hands up. And that happens directly in front of the return man, which all of the officials are looking at because he has the ball. And the guy puts his hands up, and there's no call. Um, and that's a touchdown. Uh, so a lot of Steeler fans woke up this morning like, We got robbed! Yes, 14 points. We got robbed. We lost by three. We got robbed. Um, sure, I don't know, maybe, but we also scored seven points in the second half after scoring 23. Uh, they scored, uh, 26 in the second half. They ran for like 89 yards after running for like two. The average, the average running play for the Chargers in the first half was minus a yard. So, um, and then you ran for 89 yards. Uh, the Steelers love to do this thing where we cover slot receivers with linebackers because, uh, they think that this is like JV football and they just don't adjust. So Keenan Allen had about 25 catches for 3000 yards. Uh, and Mike Thomas just like, well, I don't know. Got to try to make it work. 
And uh, then after that, the Austin Eckler play, where Austin Eckler catches the pass out of the backfield, turns upfield, takes two steps, gets hit, and he fumbles. And T.J. Watt picks it up and, like, runs, but it's blown, like, incomplete pass. And then they show the footage in the stadium, and it's in Pittsburgh. So the Pittsburgh fans start, like, screaming and yelling, and Mike Tomlin just stands there and doesn't do anything. And then they run a play. And then he uses the challenge on a play where Juju Smith-Schuster catches the ball, but he gives up forward progress because he comes back to the ball and falls down, and he's laying down a yard short of the first down, and he's touched. And Mike Tomlin threw the flag on that. They picked up the first down, but it cost us a timeout. Uh, and then, um, oh, this was a fun one. This was really fun. This made me really happy. Um, so the Chargers are coming back, right? They're doing this thing where they're coming back on us. And Phillip Rivers throws an interception in the end zone. Like, Joe Hayden picks off uh, Phillip Rivers in the end zone. And um, after he's picked him off, he's in midair. And Sean Davis forgets who he plays for. Sean Davis literally is like, I play for the Chargers. And just blasts the shit out of Joe Hayden. And uh, makes Joe Hayden drop the interception. (laughs) And um, just absolutely just annihilates Joe Hayden. And uh, Joe Hayden drops it, and Joe Hayden has to then come out of the game because he's hurt. And in goes good old Artie Burns. Oh, boy. And Artie Burns immediately doesn't let me down, and he gives up a touchdown pass like he always does. And uh, then after that, the Steelers, because they love, they love, they just love fucking with me. They love fucking with me so much. They let, the Steelers like, you know what, Ben, get down, score a touchdown. Make Kuiper really sad. Make it a tie game after all that BS. So he go down to field, score a touchdown, big old touchdown. Antonio Brown's great. I'm happy he's my boy. Oh, yeah, Antonio Brown doing dance and stuff. And then uh, Charge get the ball back. And uh, they're going down. We don't have three timeouts because, you know, that challenge worked. Um, and they get down. And right before they were kicking a 39. I don't know where that. I think it was like they're at the 25, I guess. About to kick a. 39-yard field goal to win the game in regulation. And they show the statistic from 2017 to 2018 where the Chargers kicking game has literally been the worst in the NFL. Like, they've had the most kickers on the team. They've had the most field goals missed. Man, even more than the yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Yep. Oh, shit. They've okay. had the most kickers on their roster, the most field goals missed, and the most extra points missed. So Bagley comes out. He had also missed a 51-yarder earlier in the game. It's a 51-yarder in Pittsburgh. Those are tough. Um, so he comes out from 39 yards. Now, this is what I was going to mention earlier. There was a Browns – I think his last, I think he plays for the Browns. His last name is Schobert. Yeah. And he was talking about the long snapper for the Chargers. I don't know who you are, but I will find you. Or who you are. The long snapper for the Chargers. Whoever he is – his first Sho- name's Long, his last name's yeah. Snapper. Go for the, <laughs> the Schobert brought it up to the officials after a, an extra point that the Long Snapper for the Chargers twitches the ball before he snaps it. Oh, wasn't this a, a point of contention earlier in this yeah, season? Yeah, it was, because the Browns brought it up. Because yeah, all quick, long snappers do it. Yeah. Quick sidebar, I'm breaking down in my head into laughter because I'm thinking about a long snapper with just the last name Long oh. on his jersey. Yeah. <laughs> So this, this long snapper for the Chargers twitches the ball. And I guess he did it against the Browns, and Schobert brought it up to one of the officials. And the official literally told him, this was a, I read this tweet earlier today, 
The official told him, eh, he's been doing it his whole career. We're not going to call it. That's what. That's yeah, what, but didn't they say that's, it wasn't that's what the, the official thing you called could, him. could do? Or, no, it's not. You can't do it. That's right. That's why the whole thing was you're not. Yeah, that, but but so centers the, have gotten away with it for years. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. This guy's been breaking the rules for years. We're just not going to let him. So the reason why Joe Hayden originally jumps off sides the first time is because the center twitches the ball. So Joe Hayden goes after it. And he's off sides and uh, Bagley misses from 39. So I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So you move up five yards. And then Bagley lines up again. And uh, this time it's blocked. But my man, my boy, from the U, Artie Burns, jumping off sides again. <laughs> so now it's a 29-yard field goal. Breaking news. Six years ago, Mark Sanchez had the infamous butt fumble. Today, during the game against the Eagles, he recovered a fumble with his butt. A few audio listeners, which is all of you. I'm sh- Matt is showing everybody. Oh, he does! <laughs> yep, there it is. Oh my god, he does! He redeemed on... himself! He's been working on those squats. <laughs> oh, squeezed it in the cheeks! He, he's been feeling that for years. <laughs> oh, he, he found that he knew the redemption. And then finally. Yeah, Artie uh, Burns, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Artie Burns, because he's my boy. He's my boy. boy. He didn't want to let you down. He again. didn't want to let me down. He's like, man, Kuiper's on. Kuiper wants to win this game so bad, I can't let him down. I already, I already forgot who I. Well, that was Sean Davis. He's like, man, I had to come in for Hayden, and uh, on then on the final extra point or on the final field goal, which didn't matter because it was made. Already jumped off sides by about three miles. He was so off sides. If you watch it, Artie Burns is so off sides on the third kick that Artie Burns dives past the holder and then he kicks it. <laughs> That's how offsides Artie Burns was. The kick hadn't even come off Badgley's foot yet. And, like, Bur- Burns was, like, flying past the holder. It's beautiful. And, uh, unfortunately, because of all the other bullshit that happened this week, nothing that happened last night got talked about today. So nothing's going to change. No r- officials are going to be fired. Mike Tallman isn't going to get stuck on a stake in front of the team facility and thrown rocks at because he's an idiot and doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger's just going to be like, Ooh. Oh, yeah, dude, I forgot about the news cycle. Defensive. Yeah, the news cycle. Yeah, the news cycle will be happening. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what, what was that thing that's on the news again? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kareem Hunt's a piece of shit. Oh, by the way, Matt, if uh, you're listening, what, what, what kind of, where are you listening to us right now? If you're. Wow, you just really just threw it off of We just talk about the Steelers. And they sucked, and they're still offsides to this day. <laughs> and they say Artie Burns can still be. Artie, Artie Burns is still flying, like, offsides. Now, now we got to go to Oakland, and we haven't won in Oakland since 1995. Well, That's a fun thing you, to know. You, you could beat Oakland. You better beat Oakland. I hope you beat Oakland. Please beat Oakland. You don't hope I beat Oakland. <laughs> you, at, in no universe... Are you sitting here, Matt Dustman? I think Matt is more satisfied with watching Oakland getting beat than... We already have, like, a three-game lead on the Steelers. I'm not worried about that. Well, I guess that's fine. I'm worried about the Chargers. I needed you to win last night. Oh, you did? Yeah, you're actually more upset that the Chargers won. Yeah, dude. So That's that's why I... I Because that would have kind of essentially... Like, that would have made that game not matter, really. Like, you could have even... You could have, like, laid a stinker against the Chargers... And like, oh well, 
Mm. Yeah, we split, and we still got a game ahead of you. Chiefs still have to continue to win out now. Yep. And it's going to get harder every week. It's, we get into the it's, season? it's pretty much like the Steelers need to win their next. The Steelers are going to win week 17 against the Bengals because every single good Bengal is hurt. Yeah. I. It's going to really boil. It's actually. And I hate it's actually going to come down to whether or not they beat New England or not. They're not going to beat New Orleans in New Orleans. It's literally going to come down to whether or not. They, I pray you beat New England. That, for the love of God. I, for the love of God, beat New England. I can't. Man, wouldn't, wouldn't it be classic Steelers for, for us to not give Matt what he wants? <laughs> like the one week Matt wants to cheer for the Steelers, Steelers would be like, nope, still got still to gotta piss Matt Dustman off. Not going to lose. I hate the Steelers. But I don't know. I don't, I, I was like, oh, man, we're going to beat Denver. And then I was, you know what? I look, I look at it like this. A month ago, right? Uh-huh. On my show, I predicted the rest of the Steelers' schedule, right? Their last eight games. <laughs> and I had them at this very moment. I had them at... What the hell's their record right now? I had them at seven, four, and one. Exactly. I had them losing to Carolina and losing to Jacksonville, beating the Denver Broncos and beating the Chargers. Instead, what they did is they reversed it. They beat the the beat the Panthers and the Jaguars, and they lost to the Chargers and Bar. So they, the Steelers are literally exactly where I predicted them to be a month ago, but it was just reversed. Which is the most Pittsburgh thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it sounds like it. And, uh... God, they're still going to go to the playoffs. And they're going to do... That's not a guarantee, man! Yeah, yeah. That's not a guarantee! It's almost a guarantee at this point. No, it's not! It's close. We're a half a game ahead of Baltimore. It's close. It's not a guarantee. We're going to lose two of the next four games. (laughs) Like, almost guaranteed. What's the rest of the Baltimore schedule? They play Chiefs, Chargers... Oh, God. Uh, they finish against the Browns. I can't remember who their third game is. Browns already beat them once. Wasn't that in? Was that in Baltimore? Yes, I believe so. So the Browns get them at home. Uh, Ravens have a chance to lose three. Yeah, but the Ravens are probably going to beat the Chargers for some stupid reason. <laughs> I kind of doubt it. I don't know. I'm just like. At this point, I'm just like, man, I just wish that they weren't so damn awful like i wish that my team was just more you know what i wish i wish that like games went the way like this is gonna sound really weird but like i wish games went the way like packers games went like i wish i didn't get teased boring no no no. i just wish i didn't get teased <laughs> like i wish we would just get blown out like i wish we would just lose not have these like tight little like Oh man, I mean, you could have won, but you didn't win. They're little tiny it'd be Some of it was like out of your control because Every... the referees got in the way. Like, there's just enough of a shred of like they could have won that like every fucking Steelers oh game God. is like that. Right, and I'm gonna die at the age of 35 because of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my life expectancy the last three weeks between the Jacksonville game. <laughs> The Denver game and the my life expectancy has shrunk. Like I'm gonna die at forty, and I don't drink or smoke. <laughs> like, man, dude, it sucks. Like, 
Oh, God. I, I just... You know what doesn't suck, Kuiper? What's that? Podcasts app around the world, like iTunes, Woo! Google Play, You're Spotify right, soon, podcasts.com, where you can look up this wonderful show known as Football After Dark, sometimes known as Fad Pod. Yeah, we are did on... Did you just say F-A-D-P-O-D? I did say F-A-D-P-O-D. Justin, You're motherfucking okay. right. Did he say F-A-D-P-O-D? I think goddamn right he did motherfucking say Corey. F-A-D-P-O-D. I love swearing during that. Did he say F-A-D-P-O-D? I don't know. I was too busy looking at our fad pod picks because th- this last week I went 9-7. and seven. <laughs> Jubby went... <laughs> not. Oh, I'm sorry. 9-6. and six. Jubby went 8-7. and seven. Kuiper went 7-8. and eight. And Matt went 6-9. and nine. Look, I had to make a lot of big moves. I had to make a lot of bold me moves and, to catch it's up. Gonna be, it's not going to change. It's going to be you you first, me, and second. One of my bold weeks is going to catch out. I'm going to go like 11-0 and 0 or some shit. And then... I tried so hard. I was like, I got to get some upsets. You picked our Raiders. And, it and almost I worked. almost won. Yeah, you did. I also, I think I picked Tampa. I was the only one that picked the Chargers. I was kind of happy about that. I picked the I picked the Buccaneers to win. I switched the last, oh my, I'm so mad. I switched the last minute. I was like, I went. I will never be an NFL wide receiver. I went like, I went like super like pro Steeler outcome and was like, oh yeah, man, I'm picking the Vikings to beat the Patriots. Where like two weeks ago, I'm pretty sure on this very show, someone says like, oh man, are they going to beat the Packers? I'm like, I mean, like, are the Vikings going to beat the Patriots? I'm like, no. But then I flip-flopped right before because I was like, oh, man, I really hope the Patriots lose. Because I'm a dumbass. Like you're a Steelers fan. Because I'm a Steelers fan, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was really interesting that all of us picked the Falcons. I thought that was really interesting. Did you notice that? Yeah. I, think I really thought times. so. One of at least I wasn't going to do it. But I thought one of us was going to pick the Ravens in that game. I thought that was really interesting. Oh. Obviously, we all got burned. Right. I, I thought lot. I thought Lamar's streak was going to end. I, Me too. I, I thought the Texan streak was going to end. I picked the Browns. I thought Deion Jones coming back for the defense would that, have been a big yeah. help on them. But, uh, Corey, if people wanted to know our fad pod picks in real time on Sundays when we post them, where, where does that happen? On that app that I don't have on my phone. <laughs> well, you don't good have to look you. it up It's on good that you don't have it on your phone because it's Facebook, and they're shitty. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Where at on Facebook, Josby? If you, if you just turf, search F-A-D-P-O-D in the search bar. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say F-A-D-P-O-D again? I did. I it's really, really did. Move. It gets me hot. It really it's gets me hot and bothered. I'm getting, you get me going. Say, say it again. Say it again. Say F-A-D-P-O-D. I'm, I'm not. I'm no. <laughs> not after you it. put it like that. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little weirded out. Well, okay. Well, if you don't have a Facebook app because it's garbage and you have to deal with old people you don't like, maybe you got that hip young thing called Twitter that Tumblr porn people are going to take over soon. Yes, very soon. <laughs> In if, two if, weeks, if, if you want, If you want, uh, if you, let's say you got Twitter, then you have to go to twitter.com slash. F-A-D-P-O-D. <gasps> he said it. Did I get it right? You got it right. All right, good. You got it right. That's F-A-D-P-O-D. Once again, twitter.com slash F-A-D-P-O-D. And then if, you, if you're if really feeling like you <laughs> I'm need watching to... the Mark Sanchez thing again. <laughs> I, I, if it was in front of me, I, I wouldn't be able to stop watching it. Oh, it's so good. Wait, is that one having the, the butt fumble and the fumble recovery? They had them right on top of each other. Oh, it makes me – that gives me the warm fuzzies. Oh, that's really good. Anyway. Better days. So, so yeah, you get us on the Twitter. There's our personal Twitters. Yeah. Um, they're all in the description. You can follow me at, uh, I always forget, the Jusby. And then you can follow Matt 
at uh, uh, it's a me lefty, and you can follow Kuiper at real Nate Kuiper, and you can follow Corey on Corey Corey on Sport. <laughs> Corey on Sport. <laughs> Corey on Sport. Not the other one where I almost got in trouble today. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's really a, that's good a, story. That's a story for another time. Oh my we gotta God. wrap we, this we're, up. We're, we're gonna use that story on next week's deep cut. Um, and if you don't know what a deep cut is, and you Maybe really you should, like uh, what we're doing, if you if you want to help up our production value and uh, just show us your general love, go to Patreon. If you want to buy us wings and boom stands, <laughs> boom stands are coming. Yeah, we've earned enough money from you guys' generous support that we are able we to order to our boom, boom stands. stands. Thank we're you gonna, guys so we're, much. We're by gonna the, way. the audio quality is gonna increase soon, and things are gonna be good and better. And uh, really, I oh, yeah, like Hyper said, one hundred percent. Thank you. Like we actually have supporters. And yeah, people that I probably like, like us to just fans. just flush out and order new cables too. We could. We will have enough uh, soon. We can get all new cables. We're gonna get boom stands. Next, we'll be working on insulation. We have a room picked out. We just have to paint it and clear it out, and we can have, like, a professional recording space, mm-hmm. and things will get better. We should get a table, but I'm going to go to, like, Goodwill or something and get a table. Oh, yeah. We'll get, we'll get that at some I'll, point. I'll take that out of my pocket. Everything everything, everything that we do uh, is just to try and make the show better. That's right. why we have our Patreon. So, yeah, so support us there if you want to see – if you want to help out with that, we – we greatly appreciate your support if you're down. As we've said a million other times with our other social media and everything else, it'll be linked everywhere else, patreon.com slash F-A-D-P-O-D. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have you, – you can pledge any amount you uh, want, but we have like three levels. Uh, you have the fad pod fatty if you just like what we do. Uh, just throw us a dollar if you want. You know, there's no pressure, but, you know, if you, if you love me. If you like showing your support. If you want – Me and Corey don't want anything to do with you if you just want to give us a dollar. Well, then – Corey's shaking his head yes. Can't even bottle if you bo- think... buy a bottle of Fiji with <laughs> That's that right. We if can't, you think... Me and Corey can't buy our overpriced spring water that we If, if you only pledge a dollar, you better have 99 other people also pledging a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> pyramid scheme that shit. Don't pyramid scheme that shit. No, <laughs> Don't say that. We – Anyway, Corey doesn't oh, need to get man. in trouble with the police twice. Boot scooting boogie oh. past that. If you oh. if you really like us, you could become the big fatty. We have the five dollar level. You know, you get a shout out. We do. We talk about your team more than other teams. Maybe not as much as our teams, but we're trying to fix that. Yeah, Are we? If you yeah, think Matt. I don't think we've done a very good job. I did my first I'm Baker the only watch one that's doing week, good about it. We we did we talked for like a solid ten minutes on the Browns today, we and did. you're and you're getting Baker watch all this month because of our good friend Ben Burton, our new ten dollars super fatty. Yeah, he's right up there with angriest. Angriest, you're not top dog anymore. I'm sorry. He's he's tied for top dog. He, Except he's been here longer, he's, so he wins the break. He's he's the first top dog. Can we just make another tier for just angry, just by himself? <laughs> I mean, just, the just, angry it, tier. The angry just tier. another ten dollar tier, but it's locked exclusively to him. Yeah, yeah. you make it a one of one and like the yeah. angry tier. <laughs> I don't. Maybe we'll look into it. But, but anyway, we, we, all oh, everybody and, out there, if you think oh, that heard, Tom, Tom, our good friend Tom, was a, our big fatty. Uh, he's the 49ers fan. He makes us makes me watch Nick Mullins every week. <laughs> I love you, buddy. You're uh, one of my goodest, bestest of friends. If you think Travis Kelsey can't block George Kittle's better than him, donate a 
subscribe for a dollar on Patreon. Oh no! If you think Travis Kelsey is better, subscribe for five. Yeah, I mean, it's a bigger ask. You're gonna get less people doing that. If you, if you, Travis Kittle's better than. <laughs> yeah, but if we do it by dollar amount, I. I only need like one person, then you'll need five. That's about what it's gonna end up being, man. If you, if it's you, about th- a one to five. If you think the Colts are gonna lose to an AFC South team in the playoffs, donate ten. There were other. Anyway, it's. I'm trying. See, I'm. I don't think it's like it's as not probably as, gonna as happen. As we're just trying to, to somebody in- that's not the Chiefs. Exactly. That's one. Like, they're, I'm trying. To I get need them the to- playoffs to work out perfect in a way where we don't play the Colts, the Steelers, the Patriots, or the Chargers. <laughs> Tune in next week when we talk about how soft the fucking Texans fucking schedule was this year. That's oh, who I want to play in the oh playoffs. Oh my god. I can't wait it to is, talk it about it. It has been so soft. And it doesn't get any harder. No, it doesn't. They, they play they, the they Eagles. Got the Houston, the Houston what? Texans. What? Yeah, who the cares? The Texans got whiskey dick <laughs> schedule. They did. They got whiskey dick schedule. They can't, they can't, it's not hard, but they win in. They, they getting through it. They pounded through it. <laughs> I wish I could title this episode Whiskey Dick. <laughs> Might just title it Offsides. Offsides. <laughs> no, it's got to it's got to be like Artie Burns is Offsides Forever or something We like love that. you Ben, Tom, Angry and the Fad Pod Fatties of the World. Oh yeah, fuck Kareem Hunt.